Welcome back to Check Please, the D&D podcast series. Last time, the party returned to Hartenshin, only to find that Callis had gone missing. They found that she had been expelled from school, and eventually tracked her to a graveyard where she had raised the offending professor's family as revenge. But we talked some sense into the young necromancer, and we took her in as a permanent member. In return, she was able to reanimate Sol's eye so that she could see magic. Continue. Yeah, I'd like to uh, wild shape into a tiny honeybee, and I'm going to fly to the school and try to get into the uh, room that the teacher was in. Okay. It's not really all that hard to get in there. Let's see. What time of day was it? Okay. So that'll put you at the afternoon of the 30th. You fly (laughs) over to the Academy of Arcane Arts. The classes are in session since it's just a Tuesday afternoon. Okay. And that kid, did we meet him in his... Yeah, you went to his office. I, I, I will uh, stay in his office for now. and, and I'll, I'll like stay there for like three hours, and if he doesn't come at that point, I'll, I'm just going to go to the slums. Okay, so <clears throat> three hours after the afternoon would put you into the evening, so that would be the end of class time. So right near, probably within the last half hour of the duration of your wild shape. Uh, I think my wild shape lasts... Uh, Six hours. Six hours? Okay, then you're fine then. So you, you have enough time. So he, he pops into the room at the beginning of the evening to collect some things and then go back to his home. I'm, I'm going to... When he enters the room and is like messing with his stuff, I'm going to uh, go back into uh, human form mm-hmm. and uh, shut the door. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do this stealthily, or do you, do you not care? Sure. May as well. Right. Give me a stealth check, please. Your stealth is so good. Get him. Get him. 24 for the stealth. Alright. In that case, you shift back into human form and quietly close the door. The professor is still, you know, gathering his things. Yep. Vero say, you should probably sit down. Alright, uh, the guy turns around and sees you, and he says... What are you doing in here? I need to talk to you. His eyes narrow. I said sit down. I'd like to intimidate. Alright, he's going to go ahead and begin casting a spell. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah? This fucker's no slouch. In in that case, if they start casting a spell, I am going to uh, slice off his head. (laughs) Okay, well, you're across (laughs) the office from him, so... What? Holy uh, shit, that escalated quickly. Uh, uh, okay. Okay, uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Ugh. Ooh, that's a miss. Shit. Okay. It's so close to a 19. His, uh, oh, my god, there's tension already. His spell is going to finish, wow. and there's going to be a bright flash of light, and sort of, give me a, like a fortitude save for your eyes. Flashbang. Probably. We don't probably, need another blind person. That's probably it's it's probably not gonna be yeah, you'll be fine there. So the flash doesn't completely stun you, but by the time you kinda blink back, he's vanished. Door's still closed, gone. he's just gone. Ugh. Alright, I'm gonna open the door and uh, fly out of there then. Alright. God damn it. It was a nineteen and then it was like mm, four. 
Just then I'll uh, fly to the slum and start miserably trying to uh, get people to join my goddamn cult. Okay. In that case, give me diplomacy to talk people into joining, if that's what you're going for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Eight plus two. Just a, just a fucking crazy person. All right. So you end up on a street corner, kind of like talking about the, the benefits of the cults of Mellifera and... Um, <laughs> Most Join people, up, we'll cut your head off too. Yeah, most people in this in the area are not interested in listening. But you yeah. can you can proselytize for quite some time. Alright. I'll basically once I'm done being ignored, I'll head over back to the uh, bar. Okay. To the so you, tavern. Okay, so you return to the Heartstring Tap Room by the evening of the thirtieth. What is Marcus and Levette doing for the afternoon of the thirtieth? Of October? Yes. <sighs> Well, I'm probably still just combing over notes with Karis. Uh, I'm trying to get figures on how much these things would cost if they were not a rush rush job, mm -hmm. uh, so I can kind of give estimates and how many of them we want to produce. And so the estimates I've guessed at that would be probably one about two to three thousand of them. I'm thinking three thousand just to be on the safe side. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure how much the rush job would depreciate if it were not a rush job. How much? taking it over like a month instead of a day would change mm -hmm. it. So so how much actual like automation is involved in this device you designed? It's fairly, it's very manual. Because you said it's um, basically like a shield with some spikes on the front. Not really. Um, okay. How do I explain it? It's kind of like a push mower of death okay. um, with a shield. So there's a there's like a big curved shield, some wheels at the bottom. The wheels interlock with the gears uh, and there's a lever inside. Mm. And so... There's like a beak on the front, and then when you pull the lever, the beak opens up into three different, like a Venus flytrap type deal. Yeah. Uh, and then when you push the cart forward, the okay. whole thing spins and blades on the inside of the prong spin. So you basically just push it forward and it becomes a lawnmower of death. Okay. But this, and, but the shield is, is very tall and very wide, so it would, blo it would Probably, block yeah. the per person behind it. Is that the idea? Correct, yeah. Okay. So the use of this is that you would have this stacked shoulder to shoulder and a wave of right. these people would just walk into an enemy army. Yeah, the idea is that rather than having trained soldiers that need to know what they're doing, if you can push a plow, you can safely defend yourself with one of these. Mm. Obviously, you know, a smart army could get around it and stuff, but the idea is that it would be a good... It'd be better than no army at all, which is what they have right now. All right. Okay. Uh, Marcus, what are you doing for the day? Stand by, he says. I'm sorry you couldn't kill that person. That's okay. You sure? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> fine. I'm sorry you couldn't kill that man. Vera went back inside, snuck inside to the um, headmasters, failed to... Failed to hit the headmaster after attacking yeah. them, and then the headmaster, the headmaster escaped. Yeah. Or so we think. Well, he wasn't a headmaster. Like, let's not, let's not... He's the instructor. Yeah, he was just one of the yeah. teachers. It's yeah, he, just, oh, he wasn't like oh, a... that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Well, Vera was trying to fuck him up. Yeah, apparently trying to murder somebody is uh, completely acceptable. He is a racist ass. Let me just yeah, this. Uh, I bet you weren't expecting oh, interesting game to start so, like that. So one thing I don't have on Vera's character sheet that I just realized <laughs> is I don't have any of your um, like physical statistics, like age, height, weight, size, and alignment. No, I, the only thing I really care about there is alignment. So, if you wouldn't mind filling that in for me. It's on Question. The, it's on the lawful, lawful is based on what you believe, correct? No. Okay, then no. 
Right. You know, you're absolutely well. I mean, at the beginning of the campaign, I would say that you're align- when you described your character. That is a chaotic good description. Yeah. You want uh, to fight tyranny? Yeah. The the, the what, your your character to me screams chaotic. Uh, you because you're all against like having decentralized power structures, uh, fighting against any sort of authority figures. And making sure that people have like individual freedom and community; those are those are the most important values to your character. It seems like at least because Vera would kill someone, but it'd be if they're a parasite, if they are someone who is basically an abomination against their religion. Sure, against her religion. Robin Hood is, is a chaotic is that, good character. Would that still be chaotic good? Typically, Maybe. like killing people because they don't agree with your religion is not usually a good thing. <laughs> There's a lot of paladins who don't understand that. Yeah, there's, there are. The, the paladin is the paladin is my favorite class to DM. But, yeah, I imagine. They also it's annoying when paladins don't even understand the way they're supposed to play their own characters. Yeah. So it can become problematic. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think your your character actually to me seems more chaotic neutral than chaotic good. That's what I put it as. You're not going for any sort of at least, it, I mean, maybe you could make an argument for chaotic good. I think you're probably somewhere in between. Because they're not just going to do whatever. Like, they wouldn't steal from someone unless they were someone who they'd consider a parasite. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So, meanwhile. Yeah, sorry. Where do I... So, so Marcus, what were you doing on the afternoon of the 30th? Well, I am going to go drink with Siva. All right. She'll have a little conversation with you. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. She uh, she kind of asks like what what your your deal is. I go into the abbreviated story of Marcus. Mm-hmm. Give her all pertinent uh, highlights. The dream that I uh, recently had, most specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so you, so you kind of mentioned the whole not having a soul sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, Siva Siva's gonna like sit there and sip on some red wine as you explain your situation. And, of course uh, she does. When, Classy girl. When you're all done talking about it. Siva sets the now empty glass down. That's that's a very interesting story, but as far as that matters, are you still you? Do you still are feel like own? yourself? Yes. Then why does it matter? Damn, Siva, you too good. Oh, it doesn't necessarily matter. However, I would like to know connection through through my deity. One, I'd like to rectify that. I used to be very close to my deity. Before I got to before I got to Edge, before my earliest memory, all I know is that I remember being very close to my deity, and now won't talk to me anymore. So I'd like you that's can, the main reason. I want to find out what is up? But you can, see if I can fix it. You can still use all of your cleric abilities, right? Correct. Then why does it matter? Because <laughs> I want to commune with them. It's, but it's, but will that change anything? Also, it's also I want to get home. I'm here, but I also want to get home. She nods and she's like, okay, that I can understand. As much as I love it here, I still have my family. And I want to... She asks you to talk about your family. Um, she wants wife, She wants to hear about, kids. like, if you've got, like, a wife and kids back home and... Ages you and cheated age, on them. Ages, names, and birthdays. You know, the whole bit. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You have kids yeah. and you cheated on your wife, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not there. I can't judge you currently. 
No, but you can but you can silently judge me. Oh, it's happening already. Always. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Tell her all about wife. Tell her about the kids. They were my son was ten, daughter was seven. Go into the how, how I met my wife and all all that kind of stuff. All not that all that mushy stuff, but all that kind of stuff that go into lamenting about stories. You know how I get wistful mm-hmm. okay. almost even. Gotcha. Okay. So she asks, so you know, if you had this this family and you had the you know this home down in the halfling lands, why'd you leave? Not in the halfling lands. Oh no! Told you it's a. I I, I didn't I mention that. Different oh okay. <laughs> so this was this was this was a family from a different world. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Siva pours another glass. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, baby. Ah. <laughs> oh. <sighs> So yeah, she will. Uh, she'll continue listening for as long as you talk, and and sort of try to ask questions, you know, about various things. But. Well, I ask, I... Um, then I ask her. So, uh, what's your intentions with with Soul? She kind of blushes a little bit and smiles. Aww. And she's like, "Well, I was thinking of, of well, taking them to a restaurant, actually." Ooh. Does like breakfast food? Just so you know. Oh, very <laughs> <use>. <laughs> I'm very focused. Levet <laughs> attempts a perception check and rolls in that one. Yeah, so she the says that, that goes cross-eyed. She she's thinking of taking Soul out to a restaurant. Soul likes breakfast foods. I know that. <laughs> no, do they oh. though? <laughs> I mean, do you actually know that? Oh, it seems to be always the meal that they're eat, they're cooking. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, stuff. yeah, I think I've seen people do this before. Ooh. That's how oh, I cook. Oh. They love breakfast foods. Soul just eats bachelor food. Siva nods and thanks you for the insight. And completely disregards it. I never, said that. I never said that. Don't put words in my oh, mouth. Okay, no, it's fine. Shit. It's fine. Shit. <laughs> Gonna take you out to the fanciest diner in, in Vale. She could. The fanciest breakfast diner around. Oh my god. That'd be phenomenal. All you can eat pancakes. Yeah, Cheryl's. I'm gonna add that. That's a a place now. No. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I approve. They're all... All the breakfast diners are a woman's name apostrophe S. Oh yeah, absolutely. The furthest you get is like a gender ambiguous name, like Kelly's. Oh, I like that. Alright, so we're gonna say it's right there. Alright, so if you all direct your attention to the Hartenshin map. Flashback to when we were getting a tour of the city. There you go. <laughs> That's now a place. Best damn breakfast diner in the city. <laughs> Where is it? It's, the, it's, the it's big, on the map. It's the big circle thing uh, on the map. Oh, there it is. Okay, had to It is kind oh, of near the, the temple up. district to the north. Yeah, it's northeast of the central bazaar. It's, direct, it's due north of the temple district. It's good stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. All right. So, anyone have anything else they would like to do? Well, I was part of me rolling that perception was because I had actually had something that Marcus could help me with, mm-hmm. but I don't think I even realize he's nearby. Okay. <laughs> you're cross-eyed right now. <laughs> you're blind. So let's well, just... no, me and and 
I'm in a conversation speaking purely in binary with Harris. <laughs> okay. Pretty much, practically, like we're just on passerbys, just here shouting numbers back and forth without one real zero, context. One zero, one, one, zero, zero. <laughs> Like 36? No, 38. Mm-hmm. Good point. Okay. Let's zoom ahead a little bit of time then. That'll take us to the evening of mm-hmm. the 30th. Siva is gone. Sol is gone. Vera is gone. And Lavette and Marcus. What are you guys doing for the evening? Didn't Sol get back in the evening? Yes. <laughs> Marcus pounding the brew wine like crazy. All right. Classily, but like. <sighs> Is there a classy way to pound through wine? Karis sure has yet to prove that to me. Karis <laughs> would say yes, but Karis also doesn't care about being classy that much. But what would her sister say? We don't talk about Karis' sister. <laughs> we don't talk about her sister. Don't encourage her. Please, don't encourage her. <laughs> I'm not sure about the evening. I'm, I'm just going to be working through the night, though. I probably will skip sleep for this night to just make sure that all of my calculations are perfect and that all of that I have a speech prepared and I've gone over that and stuff. Well, Karis uh, will happily yeah. assist you with any of your calculations and any of your stuff as well. Okay, cool. So, though she, she you can tell she begins to sort of like burn out like a few yeah. hours after sundown. She doesn't quite have the gnomish obsession that you do. If she starts to pass out, I'll have Archie carry her to bed. Okay. All right, Marcus, do you just want to get a wine drunk for the rest of the day? <laughs> like a mom. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I got uh, I got nostalgic for the fam, so yeah. Gotcha. I'm getting, I'm getting a little uh, <laughs> getting a little turned. Okay, that'll zoom us ahead then. You're such to... a dad. <laughs> <laughs> that'll zoom us ahead then to the morning of the thirty-first. Boom. All right, it is Wednesday, the thirty-first of October, year seven sixty-two of the third era. Shall we put tokens where they need to be? Yeah, tokens will be where they okay. need to be. Cool, cool. You find in the early morning, Karis is drinking wine for breakfast, and uh, she looks quite pleased with herself. She's drinking wine. He licked the wine. Yeah, yeah. She seems quite pleased with herself. Well, why are you so happy? Because I made it. You made it. Mm -hmm. I made it. Did not (laughs) think I would. She holds up a a glass of wine. She says to me, and then just like kicks it back. I'm I'm very confused. (laughs) Marcus, Marcus, blearily eyed, says, "I'll drink." Sorry, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm. I'm I'm just sort of happy that I I survived, you know. Survived what? Carice, I know this study can be very intensive, but if you're really worried about your health, then you could just tell me, you know. Oh no, no, it's it's not that at all. Um, oh. Today's my birthday. <gasps> I've heard of less. Oh, I've yeah, heard of worse re- reasons to drink. It's it's today's the feast of Owen, and it happens to be my birthday. <laughs> it was also to be the day I was supposed to die. And when, you have that, and when you have that told I, to you oh, for on, years... Yeah, so Karis explains that she has been told for like the last 11 years of her life that she was supposed to die today. That this would be the end of her life. And uh, here she is, uh, very much alive, and she's just quite pleased that she managed to get out of that the, the cult just in time. Wow. And uh, she, okay. she owes her life to all of you. You all already knew that anyway. So wait, my question is, she said that she would die today, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, well, 
Kind of. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but what time is it? It's like 10 a.m. You still got about eight, nine hours. I think she's fine since, you know, he's dead. We kids of Empire. Yeah, yeah the, the the guy that was going to ritualistically kill her and turn her into a vampire is dead. So, okay. oh, that reminds me. Do you want these? And I'll take out the uh, vial, the two bottles I have of, of his ashes. Of his ashes. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> she takes one of the vials from you and kind of like looks at it, sort of turns it over in her hand, and just sort of s- stares at it for a while. I don't. I don't think I need these, uh, but if you if you want to sell them, I, I think they might be worth a little bit of money. Vampire right. ashes? Is there anything these could be used for? She shrugs and she says, there's quite a few spells or magical items that could use this as a reagent. Um, I, I wouldn't feel right having these. All right. And I'll take them back, put them in my knapsack. There's a lot of things you can do with money. Kalis, you should have told us your birthday soon now. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a little preoccupied. Oh, it's uh, it's quite all right. You've you've like I said, you've already done more than enough. If it weren't for all of you, I'd be well, probably bathed in some sort of weird ichor right now with a vampire, you know, casting spells over me. And ugh. that sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, okay. It was never good. It was never good. Don't worry, don't do anything that would stress you out today. Just, you know, spend it carefully. Enjoy today. That's her plan. Literally. (laughs) First day of the rest of your life. I mean, it's just another day. Oh, Vera. Ever the realist. (laughs) Lie down before you hurt yourself. Um, But I was also wondering if the rest of you could help me with this project I have for tomorrow. Um, What do you mean? Saul seems very distracted by talking to Siva, and doesn't notice. Hey, maybe I'll talk to him when I have a moment. Was it well, Marcus? I was hoping that you could help me with some books, or also maybe some research on town. Uh, so, is it possibility that we might need to purchase some property in the city, a large building, uh, preferably an empty one? If you could find out if such a thing was being sold, that would be good to know. Or also, I was going to ask Sol if they could go to the library, but they seem a little preoccupied. Uh, I need to have this book returned, and I was hoping to get some books checked out on local royal customs, so I know how to speak with these people. I could potentially find that, unless you need me for something else. Well, um, that sounds fine, but I, I did have an idea. But I would like to speak to you off to the side about this. Ooh, okay. All right, I'll take her over. So I'll be like, okay, so in light of these things, I actually would prefer if you could just take some of this money and get carry something nice. Uh, you know, pull in what you want. You know, this is from all of us. But I'm sure she's appreciative of what she has, but I think that it would still be nice for her. Oh, all right. Uh, does, it have to be a, does this have to be a secret or... I think it this, would, Is this a surprise? I think it would be nice as a surprise. Vera sizes. All right. <laughs> Are you upset because you're not going to surprise us currently? <laughs> this um, is like nothing. Vera, I don't think Vera ever like celebrated. Oh, is it because you got the pity like job or something? Oh no, no, it's because like 
Vera doesn't buy gifts for people. It's like, I don't know how to fucking do this. Probably just gonna get wine. <laughs> She'll probably be happy with that. Yeah, she probably will be happy, and I gave you a pouch of 100 gold, so that's 100 gold worth of wine, which is a lot of fucking wine, even if it's pretty nice. Alright, all right, I'll, I'll find something. Uh, Kelly's... Is it all right if I have Archie accompany you for the day? She, uh, she says, yeah, of course. But Marcus said, this have me a little bit on edge, you know, so maybe just to play it safe. He's a strong, intimidating robot person. And you both have a lot in common. I'm sure you will get along, really. Anyway, uh, I go back <laughs> to my work. I think Siva and Sol are probably still giggling off in the corner. Oh, wait. I guess, actually, I need to head out and stop by those smiths and see if they've got those parts ready, so I'll do that. Alright. Yeah, go have a nice schwitz. Schwitz at the smiths. The fuck are you saying? <laughs> you said you're going to the... To the, the smiths. Where? Smiths? Oh, I heard the, the schwitz, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna go have a nice schwitz at the schwitz. A schwitz is a Yiddish term for a good sweat. Okay. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's like no. he channels he... dead crazy people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Um, so oh, yeah. don't get me started. Do they, the Smiths have those parts ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good to go. Okay, cool. Then I pretty much I'm going to probably spend most of my day building it because I imagine that it would normally take a while to build and I also probably need to file down some edges and stuff. So that's me. Cool. This is a new day, right? Yes. The 31st, if I recall. No, I'm, I'm just saying from since when I tried to murder a man. Yes. Yes. yes it's the day after <laughs> you tried to murder a man. Cool. Uh, Birthday yeah. magic be damned. We have that shit to deal with now. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Vera. Yeah. Way to fuck us over again. Again, again. So what was the last time? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what tell you us did. What, tell us how you really feel. What yeah. did I? What did I do? You know what you did. She's killing all the bees. I, I pulled the team in a <laughs> killing a vampire. <laughs> what do you mean, Marcus? You know what you all right, did. So, so Vera, Vera will be going around trying to find the most expensive wine they can find. Probably something with the word blood in it, if possible. Why would you do that to her? <laughs> She'd probably love that. Oh, God. Remember, I'm not a seven. part of this. People, dead people like blood. That's how it is. Uh, it's a wine called Vampire Wishes. <laughs> yeah. Why don't people like me? <laughs> God, Farah. Sometimes I imagine she just kind of speaks aggressively because she's not otherwise that abrasive, but that she like she buys something and she's like, "I want that one, thanks." <laughs> it's like you're probably, yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, if they're not in the hive, Vera doesn't really give a shit. So, right, so what? I really like your hair. It looks <laughs> awesome. Just kidding. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what's happening? So. Yep. And Marcus is who we're waiting on. Okay. I so, believe so I've been you. spending time with uh, Siva. Archie's okay. over here with Karis. Levette's working. Levette went out to get parts uh, to assemble all that stuff. Marcus, what are you doing in the early morning? Early morning, taking back my Bloody Mary so I can <laughs> nurse this hangover. Okay. Drinking. All right. Cool. <laughs> it's the drinking episode. 
Yeah, apparently. Alright, so early morning passes. We'll go ahead and roll this up to 11 a.m. Vera, you have more than enough time to purchase whatever you would like, so feel free to <laughs> make those purchases and then pop back into the tap room if you'd like. How much do you think I should take off of that for a really, really nice wine? Oh, really, really nice bottle of wine? Like, yeah. Probably only a couple. I mean, not much, to be honest. Like, wine is not really that expensive. So, let me, let me see here. Do you purchase a hundred gold worth of wine with accompanying carrying device? Oh my god. <laughs> While I don't want to support her alcoholism, that does sound awesome. Fine wine is ten gold per bottle. Oh by three. Right, so let's take off. It's it's three. not the best wine in the world. The best wine like the if you want like because it's like a, a basic wine is like two silver pieces a bottle. Good wine okay. is ten gold a bottle. And the best wine is 200 gold a bottle. I was only given 100 gold, so... And so, the open opportunity to pitch in as much as you'd like. Yeah, Vera definitely doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you chose the wrong person for <laughs> buying gifts. Like, look, I'm trying to establish a communist society where I'm the most communist. <laughs> uh, you're doing it. It's not that we're not both communists. It's just that I'm more communist than you. Is that right? Oof, yeah. All right. So you want to buy a couple of fine wines then? Yep. Okay. So that takes you very little time to do. I'll put you back on the tavern. And Lovette, you go out and you find all the pieces that the smiths made for you. You see that most of them got these schematics roughly correct. But you're going to need to do some some tinkering with them to like shave down bits and get it just perfect. Right. I'm honestly pretty impressed that they managed to get that all done. I thank so, them all. Yeah. They were well paid. Make sure. I'll so, make sure that they're mentioned by name during my whole presentation. Okay. And you're going to need to spend a good amount of time tweaking the cogs and getting everything fitted together so that it actually functions. So you're going to need to get to work on that. It is about 11 o'clock. What would you like to do? Well, I'm still working on the machine. Okay. In fact, I'm going to mute so you don't hear me typing. Okay. Karis is going to continue just sort of enjoying the day. She'll strike up a conversation with Marcus if he's if he's just going to sit there. Yeah. So what's your plans? Outside of joining us. Do you... Did Marcus really bail on, like, the seven things I asked him to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. <laughs> and you thought he shoots Levesque people on sight before. Oh, wow. Like, what the fuck? What are those books? I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to these people. Books? One... You asked Marcus to do something in the morning. Bad idea. Bad idea. Why would Lovett know that? Yeah. <laughs> That's just mean and cruel. <laughs> well, whatever. I'll roll with it. I'm going to just kind of build my machine in the front of the tap room until Siva tells me not to. And no, I, if, I'm, if I'm honest, if I'm mm -hmm. honest... I don't remember what you asked me to do. If I'm yeah. Jesus Christ, screw me. <laughs> if I'm uh, honest. So, I, I gave you a book to bring to the library, and if you could okay. bring me books on how to talk to royalty. Got it. And also, if you could check out if there are any largest vacant properties that could be bought around town. 
I remember you said that, and then I did. I I thought you. Were and then he to stopped them. listening. No, I heard that is all I heard about. Some, I heard you say something to the effect of go to buy something, but I didn't know you were talking. I, to I think every oh, time no. Levette talks to Marcus, all he hears is "da da da da." I'm gonna do homage. Okay, so in that case, Harris starts to say like. Well, I think, you know, now that I'm going to be traveling with all of you guys, and then Marcus just walks out. Marcus <laughs> open No, he goes, oh, shit, sorry. And just, like, sprints out of the room. So Karis is just like, anyway, so Archie. And just starts talking to Archie. <laughs> um, what a delight, our new child. And Vera will approach Karis with three wine bottles in hand. Say, uh, happy birthday, I guess, from everyone. <laughs> 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 wow. I love it! <laughs> oh. Karis blinks. It, you, you got me a birthday present? Yes. From everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she, she takes the three bottles and sets them on the, the counter, uh, on the bar in front of her. She sort of, like, isn't sure what to do with herself right now. She just kind of, like, mumbles thank you, and then just kind of looks, like, really oddly embarrassed. And, uh... She's never had somebody care for... Uh, actually care for them without expecting anything in return. Does Did you almost make a joke? <laughs> no. No, that wasn't a joke. That was No, actual... no, I, sorry, I was talking to Kyle. No, uh, no. He, he smacked his lips. No, no, I was just thinking, like... And I was like, like, are you gonna make a joke? No, I'm just thinking of Vera just, like... Because Vera's also just doesn't like talking to people in general. So it's like they're socially awkward. Did you give yep. her, did Did you just give Karis the wine bottles in the bag you bought them in? Oh yeah. I thought you okay. went to the library. <sighs> yes, Marcus. Marcus went to the library. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wah, so, wah, wah. Uh, so so Karis is not really going to know what to do with herself. So she just sits down and like looks at her feet. Just kind of just like doesn't say anything. But that is completely okay with Vera. <laughs> Vera's just gonna go to Levette and ask if there's anything else they need to do. Oh, thank you. Um, wait, I gave Marcus a lot to worry about, so that might be something that uh, could be a problem. But <laughs> no, I appreciate that much. Well, I suppose. The purpose of this device is that it is simply enough that a farmer could use it. I know that you are trying to get yourself acquainted with the peasantry around here. Uh, if you could find someone who could volunteer for this, I promise that they will not be harmed and they will be paid. I mean, I can try. I'm not exactly the best at getting volunteers. Should I give you them? I'll give you the money right now. What do I answer? I'll give her six gold. That should press most of the peasants. I'll also return the gold that I uh, was given. Uh, that's left over. That's 40, right? You bought three 70, bottles. 70. 70. Yep. <sighs> All right. That exasperated <laughs> sigh. That, that's usually always how I like get ready to do Vera's voice, anyways. So. An it's, exasperated it's, it's sigh. It's either sighing or saying, "Well, well, well, well." Yeah, oh, I, God, I, I, I do my it. little like, mumble. My. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to get someone of lower class to do it. I mean. I'm not trying to be fucking classist about it, but that's the idea, yeah. Someone who doesn't look like they're 
they use sophisticated tools. An idiot. Can't we just use Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I also thought that uh, Anchival could do the trick, but I'm worried that they might be more focused on Anchie than they are will be on this. Oh my. Well, you're quite strong yourself. Uh, would this be too demeaning a task for you? If you would to demonstrate at the at, to the emperor, is that who you're talking to? Uh, I just one of his counselors. I think it would be best if I do not uh, go into that uh, establishment. <laughs> to be honest, uh, why would that be? I mean, you're not going to be much different than most peasants to them. Maybe leaves a big blade behind. I do not play well with those in higher standing. Let's say. Mm. Okay, well, you don't. I'm not forcing you to. Uh, if you could find someone who would be willing to for the six gold, that would be more than acceptable. And if not, that's you have done more than enough. Uh, I appreciate everything. All right, I will see who I can find. Mm. All right, so I'll uh, try to find someone. Let's see, where would I go? Because you're not looking for like people from the slums. You're looking more for a peasant, I assume. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Out of character, basically, yes. All right, so I will uh, find. I will try to find a present. Like, where, where's a good no. place, Beardy, that it would that I could look around for people to ask about that? Yeah, you could just like go down to like the, the. There's a there's a farmers market in the bazaar. Right. So if you just needed like a farmer, you can get one there. All right. There's, there's like day laborers and people like that are looking for just irregular work. So. Okay, so I'll do that. Okay. You easily find people. I'll take the first person that I get. <laughs> All right. Find a grubby-looking peasant. Nice. I, I'll, I'll give them half of the money now and then half later. Cool. Because that means that my present gold is 3333, which is awesome. <laughs> I just committed a cardinal sin of telling you guys exactly how much money I have, but it will change soon, so I'm okay with that. Does that even matter? It matters to Levette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is Sol during the day? While I'm uh, working on the clock. The um, game. have you been Beardy. looking at the screen? <laughs> is they at the bar? They're um, no. they're they're in the no. building. They're in the building. <laughs> I see. <laughs> For the podcast, currently Sol is in Siva's chambers with them, them. meditating. Yeah, something like that. They're trying on clothes, you know? Uh-huh. It just takes a while to try on the clothes. <laughs> just a little bit. It's a new day. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's incredible. Lavette rolls another nat one perception. Dude, honestly, this is good for her mental health. <laughs> she should not know about this stuff yeah, right now. That is I mean, it will It will be... It'll, it'll suck to find out after the fact for her, but... Um, that's good. Uh, Marcus no, no. gets back from. Uh, <laughs> did Marcus ha- succeed at finding books? Yeah, yeah. You were able to go to the library and you found an etiquette guidelines for dealing with nobility. It was like Marcus written for merchants back. to deal with nobles. Nice. Uh, Marcus comes back. Huh. Okay. I don't notice much. <sighs> okay, Marcus, you got a fourteen in your perception. Like, what? What were you looking for specifically? You walk in here, you see, you see the people out here in the front room. Do I notice somebody missing? I mean, you notice the people that are here, and you okay, can extrapolate so from data. Won't. I joined Karis back at the bar. Okay, she's uh, currently having a conversation with Archibald. <laughs> you understand that thing? 
I think that's a very rude thing to say. Archie is a very fine gentleman. Aww. Aww. If Archie could blush, he would. I'm shipping them so hard right now. She turns back around <laughs> and, and looks at Marcus. So, like I was I was saying... Yeah, sorry about that. I realized the day was getting on and I needed to get books for Lovette over there. That's fine. So, the, the plans I had, I suppose, are, are pretty simple. Um, I, I need to learn, uh, and I need to get more experience. I, I know that the schools here won't really teach me anything, and the cult that I learned from is gone, or at least that cell of them. So my best bet is to tag along with all of you and maybe pick up a thing or two with practical experience, you know? Best way to learn is by doing. So the goal, of course, is to crack life and death, right? I'm, I'm really close. She sort of stares off into the middle distance. It's important to you, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so it, I, I just need a little more time to figure everything out. But That's I think about life and death. Time makes fools of all of us. True, but once you figure out life and death, then you have all the time in the universe. Metaphysical, I like that. So, I just need a little more time. I think I'm close to a major breakthrough. Well, you're young. I think you have plenty of time. So... <laughs> She starts explaining some arcane concepts to you that are just way outside of your sphere of knowledge. Okay. She starts to try to like explain them, but she's not doing a good job of actually teaching anything. She's just talking about her theories, but oh. not actually like explaining what any of the, the jargon she's using means. So it's sort of she sort of just kind of blathers at you for a while. Aww. I'm just gonna do a, a knowledge planes to see if I understand what she's saying. It'd, yeah, it'd be a knowledge arcana. No, it was Arcana. Yeah. Sure. Should you actually yeah, have, no. Do you actually no. have that? Oh, God, you actually yeah. do have that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you grok the bare minimum of what she's talking about. She's basically talking about unifying schools of magic, and essentially unifying arcane unifying and divine. theories. Well, yeah, she's, she's trying to get a unified magic theory, basically, uh, which oh. essentially is boiled down to what is known as thaumaturgy. She's trying to couple divine and arcane magic together to basically pierce the veil between life and death. And like she, at least she says, that she's very close to doing so. She just needs a little bit more practical experience. I smile, and Marcus smiles and nods as best he can. As you said, he's following it, but about as well as somebody who's listening to so somebody explain calculus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. She, and, and like I said, she's not doing a very good job of explaining anything. I would have loved to have hit a natch walking on that. <laughs> Crank the time forward a little bit. We'll make it 1 p.m. now. Marcus is noticing one of our stalwart companions has been noticeably missing for a good amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Archie! Wait a minute, he would not, I, I wouldn't understand him. He cares. Uh, is he soul around? Yeah, I, I think that that's about right. Soul went into the back room a few hours ago. Hmm. Clink, clog, clink, clog. <laughs> Currently, they're wobbling outside of uh, Siva's office. And they enter into the taproom main room. And they look very tired. <laughs> Soul looks slightly dehydrated. <laughs> Doesn't, like, even say anything. They're just going towards the kitchen. Hey, Soul, how you doing? I mean, oh, okay. Soul kind of, like, freezes for a second when they hear you, actually. 
and just like slowly turns back. But they've got like those like claw like looking hands, you know, where your your hands are just out in this weird position, yeah. and they're kind of hunchy, like a like a T Rex pose, kind of and, like. <laughs> Great. How are you? And their uh, face is really red. <laughs> you look a little sore there. You you feeling okay? You sure? Yeah. And then they continue to the <laughs> kitchen to get water. Did you say something, Marcus? Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm <laughs> Hi, Marcus. Soul kind of like looks like they've been holding their breath through the tap room <laughs> because Marcus they were has... trying to seem like as casual as possible. <laughs> and they're kind of chugging three glasses of water at once. It's just like one down, two down, three down. <laughs> Whew! Did you have breakfast this morning? Marcus goes to the other side, kind of a saunter. Across the preparation table? Yeah, and if you'll... So, how was your morning? Busy. Busy? Oh, a lot of of back-breaking work? No, I've been talking to people a lot in the morning. Mm, Hmm. I was pretty busy early morning, at least. And now, most of the day, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That's that. That's the story you're going to go with, huh? Well, Marcus, as an expert for such things, what would you recommend? And I Soul kind of, like, looks very not ready to put up with shit today. I, but I think that has something to do with the whole missing an eye thing. I would recommend, well, one, water. Uh, two, you're going to need some some orange juice, and I would very me- recommend protein. Protein is a good, good thing to have. I already made Absolutely. a great breakfast this morning with a bunch of parsley on top, so it looked fancy. Can you roll for that? I already did. <laughs> Wait, what, what was I'm, it? That, I, I rolled a 19 happens. for that breakfast. Yeah, what? That was, that was the yep. best breakfast that Sol had ever cooked. And Siva and Sol are the only ones who ate it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, to, I was talking with uh, Siva last night. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a dummy. Who I'm said you were d- a dummy, Marcus? Oh, well. Who? Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> well. Uh, well. 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 Let's just... <laughs> I'm glad you're finding someone. Siva seems to really fancy you. I'm aware of that. You know. Oh, perception is... Well, this is a phenomenal thing. Yes, I, I, I do notice that. Marcus, I, just tell me what you're here to tell me. I want you to be happy, but I don't want your heart to break. That's what. You think she's going to break my heart? No, not her. I just want you to know that. You think I'm going to break her heart? No, we've been moving around a lot. I don't yeah. want you to get her hopes up and your hopes up. And you can see, like, soul, like, their ears go down. I'm glad you're happy. Usually how I, like, draw soul is pretty much, I think of elf ears kind of like cat ears. They go down Aww. if they, like, are sad and stuff. Kind of like that. I'm so, glad you found someone. I want you to know I support it, but I want you to be careful. They That's look like the wind has been knocked out of their sails, pretty much. I don't want to be a downer. I just want you to be careful. Being careful is very interesting. You know what people should be careful about? Not cheating on their wives. That also escalated quickly. Yeah. 
You have no right to tell me what my love life is. And I am tired of people telling me what to do in that aspect. I'm not telling you what to do. All I'm saying is to be careful. I don't want your heart to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Dad. Woo! Oh, and Soul stomps out of that room. And they go straight back to Sima's room. You know what? I'm going to enjoy this turkey and this lobster that's sitting right here. Actually, they're going to pout in the corner. <laughs> they're going to pout in Siva's room and just like be like, I can't believe he said this. Can you believe him? Ugh. And they're just frazzled. They also brought just a pitcher of water to drink out of. <laughs> yeah, are you drinking out of the pitcher? Literally out of the pitcher. <laughs> and Siva, thankfully, is being a wonderful partner. Siva's making consoling noises for the podcast. Which I, I think sounds like doves cooing. <laughs> You guys are the worst. (laughs) It's like those, uh, was it the cartoon sound effects? The ooga! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what that was, but it seems to have gone quite well. Vera A plus with the social <laughs> interaction. It's like, yeah, no, that that seemed good. No, they're they're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> they always sound positive to soul, I guess. <laughs> Even though I'm not there. Oh no, I was, I was saying it. Uh, no, bit. no, I know. I'm just saying if soul was there, they'd think uh. we were being positive. <laughs> because that's our kind of relationship. We're best friends. <laughs> best friends. Best friends. We would tell each other anything. We would tell each other anything. Anything. <laughs> Especially attempted murder. Of course. Right? I totally told told him about that. <laughs> Let's call attempted murder what it is. Not murder. Yeah, it's not murder. Guess what? I did not murder a person today. Marcus does feel bad, but huh. it comes from the heart. <laughs> it's wanting to... Uh, it truly is wanting soul not to be... Oh, me as a player, I understand what you're saying. Oh, but oh, and I keep forgetting. Soul is a teenager. Doesn't like to be told what to do. Ha rump. (laughs) That and you 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 kinda do a bit of a dad Dad. tactics with them, which they're a little sore on. Also a lot of the hypocrisy for that one. (laughs) Yeah, no, Soul is totally a hypocrite and needs to probably learn this lesson, but they're um yeah, they're still kids. Oh, I was talking about Marcus sleeping with, well, like barmaid. Yeah, and trying to like talk to the soul about sex and shit. Her name is her name was Telly Talbert, not barmaid. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Marcus renamed yeah, her prostitute. I remember, <laughs> I remember Telly. No, Marcus. Because I remember the Telly Tummy joke I did. Well, you know what? I remember Sadness dead love. And regret. Oh, she was adorable. <laughs> I forgot the what rolls. she even looked like. <laughs> Marcus uh, is eating his cares away at the moment. Okay. Very unhealthily. So Sol and Siva have come back out to the bar, and Sol kind of like perches at their new common stool that they've kind of acquired over time. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like lean over the bar and like wave at Archie and Karis. Karis is going to switch seats. <laughs> Good morning again. Or afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. It's afternoon now. Surprise! What, it's only, what time is it? It's only afternoon? It's about 1pm. So, I have a question for the GM then. Yeah, what's up? How do you address a counselor formally? 
Uh, his lordship. His lordship, okay. Turns out it's not yo, it's your boy. <laughs> yo, what up, home dog? It's your boy. Like and it's subscribe. Leave a comment down there to tell me how much you hate my voice. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy. Welcome back to another video. <laughs> uh, we should put that at the beginning of this one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. Or she just... No, the new okay. bottles haven't been opened. Just in the paper bags. <laughs> still. <laughs> she's, uh, she's still pretty toasted yeah, for fine. breakfast. Are you hacking into the Pentagon? <laughs> <laughs> Did I forget to mute again? <laughs> You're fine. I'm writing my speech. Oh, oh damn. I don't know why you're doing this. <laughs> and it's due tomorrow. Because I'm in character. <laughs> It's called role-playing, guys. God! So, what's the party doing? It's party like 1 on p.m. Y'all working on anything in particular, or just kind of hanging out? I think Levette's got the most important thing to do, so... Soul's probably just gonna enjoy their company with their new flame. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> well put. Well put. The new flame? I'm periodically checking to see if Soul is around. <laughs> you keep I'm on in the bar moves. room with you. <laughs> Well, I figured that I'm looking at my fucking script, okay? I don't see that. <laughs> I already described it, though. I know, but you said you were going back and forth, so I assumed that I look up and I'm like, it's all around. It's no, like, no. no. Like, you come I've... back and I look down, and then I look up again, you're gone. Since 1pm, I've been out at the bar with Karis, Archie, and Siva. Okay. A bard, a necromancer, and a robot walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> they meet a sorceress. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. So I'm sorry. Soul turns around probably a little too fast and is just like, yes! And they stand at attention. Oh, oh okay. Thank you. Could I ask for your help on something tomorrow? Uh, and also I am working on a script and uh, you could, I don't know, if you said you don't actually know speaking to royalty all that way after all, I'm not sure. You, you tend to be good uh, with people. I just kind of talk and people listen. I can try my best, though, uh, but I'm not good with the whole... And Sol, Sol kind of, like, looks at your script and, like, kind of, like, lightly pushes it down. I, I'm not so good with scripts. I just kind of okay. wing everything that I do. <laughs> you give me some pointers? And... Okay. What are you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking I, that you'd be able to help me get some pointers and how to... Yeah, but like, what do you want to say to them so that I know if it's gross or not? Oh, well, you <laughs> want to present my machine to them. Uh, how far along is it? You've probably got about another 12 hours. Uh, is it far along enough that there's a, like a rough skeleton visible that they could see what it looks like? <laughs> yeah, some of the parts, like the shield piece is one just big blank. So, I mean, it's mostly... You can see what it's supposed to be, I guess. It just has a lot of yeah. gears to add in. Alright, with this, this machine over here, I'm going to present this to them, tell them that uh, I'm 
for positioning to sell uh, a large number of these devices to them or okay. the schematics for the devices they can produce their own. All right. So what you probably want to do kind of in the beginning when you're talking to them, you want to do the formalities, like ask them how they're doing, thank them mm-hmm. a lot for allowing you to come into their presence because, you know, I'm sure they're probably hoity-toity and don't give a shit about people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This sounds like- Um. And then when you're presenting your idea, I would definitely come up with more of why this would benefit them. Do that very first and foremost before you even probably tell them what it is. And then like through the conversation, ease that in. If you're worried about them being worried about cost, you might want to put in a factoid about like normally something would cost this much to do this. But my device actually just costs this, which also would benefit you this way. If they've said anything about their needs or something, try to integrate that into the conversation. Make sure that the conversation's mostly about them so that they feel like they're like, yes, this is going to be mine eventually. I think that's what I... Uh, did that make sense? I'm sorry. Yes, it sounds very much like what they have written down. So I think uh, this is good to know. I hope you're on the same page. And Sol kind of like shrugs after that. I was like, that's all I got. But it's not this. Will you be able to help me in the morning? With just looking nicer than normal? Sol or looks if... at like Levette's hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gotten a little bushy in the back. Do you like it long? We could style it you. or I could cut it what for you. What are you thinking of doing to it? Well, I know you're always working on things, so I feel like your hair would get in your way, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've got an idea, but I don't know if you'll like it. How do you feel about... And then, like, Soul starts to touch Levette's head and starts just, like, moving, like, her hair around and stuff. And it's just like, what if we keep the bangs, the the ear bangs here a little long, and then we kind of clip your... uh, bangs up here a little bit because they're kind of covering your eyes a little and may a side swipe like a, a swooping bang here so that it's easier to see and then in the back completely short uh not not as short as my hair was when we first met but a little itsy bitsy longer than that not by much though so short okay just tell me this it's not going to make me look like a boy is it because when I was young girls, and my hair was cut really short, and then we enjoyed all the teachers really short, and it was got really confusing. So kind of like pauses for a moment. I was like, is there something wrong with looking like a boy? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell with you because you just look like a woman, so. Oh, thank you. That's actually the first time someone has said that to me. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, well, I trust your judgment on this. I mean, if you don't want it short, I, I mean, I it's it not long enough to braid. No, uh, it's short sounds fine. Okay, if you promise. And Soul holds out their pinky. Yep. <laughs> and Soul like... The pinky if, in. if you break your promise, I get to break your pinky. Holy you tell shit. me that now, huh? Wow. Okay. What? Okay. Jesus. That's how my family did it. Is he broke your pinky? I never broke a promise. And then Soul like freezes for a second and thinks about one. And then is like, 
I should probably okay. have one broken. To have the text of this, I promise I won't complain about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't look upset either. <laughs> well, I okay, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> Not in front of me, at least. I don't want to know. Okay. Uh, I guess Soul will take out their switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Soul hasn't switched it out yet, but like is looking for a good area to cut your hair. And is just like, eh, the streets will do. And just kind of takes you outside. Okay. Comes back covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I'd like... <laughs> I'd like to think that they tried to do it as barberish, you know, a nice clean shave as possible. Because, you know, Soul cut their own hair previously, and it was a pretty clean cut nonetheless. So, so, so you give him a barbaric uh, cut? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, stop talking. You're gross. You Take take a minus five for that. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take a minus five for that. I think I, it's I, But yeah, Soul gives Levette a haircut. Give me a profession check. I was really scared that you were going to say that. No. Uh Uh-oh. Why would you do that? Listen, there's a lot of nice hats in this shirt. I I have a lot of nice hats. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, for the audience at home, that was a nat one with a bonus of one. That is a two on the skill check. So, let me describe what happens. So, so Soul takes Levette outside and gets this switchblade ready. And starts, you know, slowly at first, like, cutting a few strands of hair here and there. And looking back and forth and looking and being like, oh, okay. Cuts a few more strands of hair, and it, like, things are looking really good. Like, it's looking like it's working just right. And you start to go a little bit faster, because it's, you know, because this seems a lot easier than you first expected. <laughs> and you, you keep going through, and you you go a little faster, and you keep going, and you, you know, you, you, you cut some, and you stop, and you look, and you even it up a little bit. And then you notice it's just, like, it's just not quite evening out properly. So you keep, like, trying to balance it out. So you cut a little more off of this side, and then a little more off of this side, <laughs> And then you start to, like, realize you made a mistake, and then you go in and you try to, like, fix it, and, well, your hand slips a little bit in your panic, and, uh... You stab Levette in the skull. No, Levette, <laughs> Levette ends up with a bald spot. Pretty sizable, like, so, so Levette now has an uneven haircut with a pretty significant bald spot. On, uh, let, me, let me roll randomly here. On the right side of their head. I don't... <laughs> Kyle, describe what I'm doing right now. Uh, you're, like, curled into a ball <laughs> looking at your phone. <laughs> For any semblance of happiness. <laughs> oh. what? Uh, you're not saying a lot. Is it... How's it going? <laughs> Soul continues without saying a word. I, I didn't think it was that long. Also, really? Do you really have that much? I noticed that it was yeah. a big... Yeah, you notice Big large clumps of you notice large clumps of hair on the ground around you. And we're outside, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do any people see this? Uh, yeah. There's some. There's some people that see this and kind of like stare as they walk oh, by. Is this dying? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Soul isn't saying anything. 
I was now? really excited for yeah. the fucking haircut, too. Oh. Soul is currently debating whether or not cutting off a portion of their hair and somehow sticking it to <laughs> Levette's hair. Do it. I, I'm I'm sure that money can solve this problem. That just Levette doesn't Soul know what's Soul puts, problem like, a <laughs> gold piece. <laughs> I'm sure that there are probably potions for this situation. Soul is debating just shaving your head. <laughs> <laughs> I think Soul's probably just petrified and their anxiety is just slowly going up so much. It's just like your head's in like a bowl. You can't hear yeah. anything. And like all you hear is like the pounding in your ears <laughs> for some reason of your blood. You're just like, oh my god. Like, soul, Soul, how, how's the haircut going? <laughs> So their hands are like even more shaky and they're just like, I, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> All right, go ahead and feel my head. Yeah, you can feel the large bald spot. I just kind of <laughs> quietly lower my hand <laughs> and then I raise my other hand and I stick my piggy out and I'm like, make it quick. Soul just shakes their head, like puts their switchblade away and just like pats your head. And then goes back into the bar and takes an immediate shot of brandy. <laughs> Plenty of hair in there, though. <laughs> no, they, they probably, like... Say, I wash my hands with <laughs> the system. I tear off of the ground and come back inside. <laughs> Just keep working on my thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Varen is? Yeah. <laughs> Soul takes another shot in despair. What happened? Soul's face is on the bar currently. From Zewagen. Did the... you get attacked? <laughs> oh, no! Soul just like looks up at Vera. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Stop it! Uh, if anyone could purchase maybe a, like a potions, like a remedy, that you know, grow a bunch of hair and, and then just. Okay. Soul raises their hand and is like, I'll go. Okay. Um, I'll just give you. I got it. I, I got the money. I I can I can do this. Yep, I'm good. Uh, you you, you I, just keep working. You you just keep working. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Soul kind of like leans over to Steven and is just like, "You mind going out uh, around the town with me to go pick up this thing?" Steven takes you, puts their arm in your arm, interlinked. Yay! I'm not distracted this time. And then Soul kind of leads Siva outside to go find a potion to remedy, I think. Unless you're going to stop us. No. Just kind of like, okay, so this day keeps getting better and better. So Carrie sits down at the table next to you and says, what happened to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> do you know of any ways to fix it? Yes. You do? Oh, she, God. She nods. Is it shaving my head? No, I could oh. fix it, but you would have to be dead. It doesn't really oh. make, make a lot of sense. It would sort wait. of create a bigger problem to solve a, a minor one. With the way how today is going, by the end of the day, maybe I will be. Who knows? She kind of chuckles, thinking that you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a little insidious of you. <laughs> Marcus has just been just keeping to himself, just... <clears throat> Not saying word. <laughs> so Soul has gone out to buy kind of a um, hair growth poultice. Yeah, that's what you want. You want a hair growth poultice. So yep. make sure it is top of head hair. 
Yeah. I am yeah. looking for a hair growth poultry. Yeah. <laughs> hair growth <laughs> chicken. <laughs> How many gold pieces do you want me to use on that? Or well, is Siva going to get a special discount? So you, you guys go to an, uh, uh, an apothecary in town and you find that they're selling a poultice that is guaranteed to do the trick. Just leave this poultice, uh, leave, it in, leave it in your hair for one night, and it should restore your hair to a perfect... Soul nods. Amazing. And then looks over to Siva and is just like, you think this will work? Siva shrugs. Because I've never had to use anything like that. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. a hat too while we're out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Soul finds kind of a nice, like, I would like to think of it as like an ornamental, like, bonnet in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like hair's wrapped back there, and it's got embroidery in it with gold threading so that it looks. It's really nice, as far as Soul can tell, for covering something up in case the poultice doesn't work. All right. Give me five gold for the hat and 25 gold for the poultice. Okay. All right. Soul just looks at Siva's like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> oh, this is just like cooking. Siva agrees and says that, yeah, you're pretty terrible. Ah, <laughs> so mean! I thought She's you were on spicy. my side. She uh, she kind of she kind of laughs and uh, uh, bumps you with her hips. Oh, that's adorable. Soul gently knocks their forehead into hers and is just like, "Be nice, jeez! I was just a terrible person five seconds ago. You're supposed to be okay with me." <laughs> and Soul sticks out their tongue and then kind of pokes it to Siva's nose. <laughs> Oh boy. And then uh, we head back to the tap room, I guess. Arm in arm. All right. Look at I found a potion! Poultice! We put it on your hair overnight and it grows. Does that mean I need to sleep tonight? Uh, no, I think you just have to have it on all night. Okay. I mean, you should probably sleep, though, before a big meeting. Going in front of time. people is very. Okay. And then Soul just kind of goes behind and, like, starts to just apply it <laughs> while she's working on her speech. Also, the entire time you're gone, Hummel just keeps on landing on top of the bald spot. Just <laughs> really, like, swipe it away. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't tell him to do it. <laughs> Isn't there, like, some alcohol or something he can swim in? Plenty that <laughs> he probably already has. So after like Soul has finished like applying like the most generous amount of poultice on there, they kind of like take out this like cute little like back hair bonnet. It's just like, and I also got this in case it didn't work. I thought it would look nice on you. Oh, well, I hope it does. And Soul just sets it on the table and then like backs, but they're like walking backwards while backing up so that they're like still looking at you, making sure you don't like just crumble. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be over here. And then they sit back down at their corner stool with Siva again. It'll be fine. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna move time forward then. We're gonna say it's now evening on the 31st. 6pm. Anything the party wants to do. How far along is my project? Uh, you've got about 8 hours of work left on it. 8 hours of work left. I'll... I think it's time for a quick break as we all celebrate Karis' birthday. I just drop the thing and my stuff and like come out of my trance and I'm like, guys? Yes? It's your birthday. 
She smiles and says, Yeah, I, I know. I told everyone that this morning. I know. So we should celebrate. Did uh, Bella purchase a thing for you? I was a little absorbed. Yeah, yeah. Vera purchased some some wine for me. Oh, uh, wine. Perfect. She, she kind of stammers. I, yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yes. Oh, very okay. very much so. I just, I don't know. No one's ever dropped me anything like that before. Well, let's hope this is not the last time. Let's pop on one of those bottles and celebrate, no? She nods and smiles. She gestures for you to sit next to her. Alright, so they get a couple of glasses and they crack one of the bottles open and pour a couple of glasses and start passing them around so everybody gets a... Sol whispers into Siva's ear to do the mage hand trick for the wine again. Siva nods and the bottle floats itself around the bar filling up glasses. Sol is like at the corner and they've got their head resting on their hand and they're just kind of staring at Siva. A little too dreamily, but they're happy. I'm going to ignore that and focus on, on the drink and celebrating. Let's just take up the entire bar, why don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. kidding, please. Alright, so uh, the party gets a glass of wine each, <clears throat> and now you all have a glass of wine. Yep. Spend like an hour, I guess, out of my work talking about stuff. Okay. Burning out a little bit to some wine, but not too much. And I think I'm probably just fucking babble about the stuff that I've been working on to Karis because she's so receptive of my techno talk that I don't even think about I don't even filter it okay so Karis like listens happily to what you have to say uh, make a perception check I've been doing great with those oh this one's better an 18 hey, total 18. all right you you get the sense that Karis wants to give you a hug but is not <gasps> oh. oh well I'll kind of like <laughs> it's too bad I'm also socially awkward huh Motherfucker. You seem a little fidgety. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She sort of like kind of shuts down and sort of like turns back toward the bar. Well, I'll put like an arm over her. Well, like I can't really like partly hug Damn. her anyway because I'm so small. So small. But Very like I small. put like an arm <laughs> around her back. Okay. Like, kind of testing the waters. Okay. She uh, she recoils from your touch uh, almost Ooh. violently. Oh, yo, I'm sorry. She kind of like scoots over a, a little bit toward Vera. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Vera moves away from <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> well, that was um, unfortunate. <laughs> now, no, now we're evenly spaced. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your I'm reasoning? Please. Um, I'm sorry. I'm. I've not been. That's okay. If you don't so, like be looked touched, over at the commotion. I won't touch you. I totally understand. Soul's like trying to gesture to Karis that like there's like a thumbs up, like it's like, no, it's okay kind of thing. It's oh, I'm sorry. From like the earlier interaction, it's like she, okay symbols and stuff. She, like she's, it's okay. She sits back <clears> down next to you and she says that she's she's sorry, she hasn't been completely open about everything about her. Um, and that she she can't do that. No, that's okay. Um, we we all got things that we don't want to talk about right away. I understand. Uh, and 
she, she's, I am med. Oh, she she looks at you and says, "No, you don't understand. I I can't." Ooh. Um, why is that? Well, if you don't want to talk about she, that, I can understand. She she kind of like is like rubbing one of her hands with her other hand, like kind of like massaging the palm of her right hand with her left hand, kind of just nervously. Calis, if you today is not a day to talk about anything stressful, if you do not want to. No, no, it's it's fine. It's just it's something you should you should know about me. Um, this probably won't hurt you. And she puts her hand out on the bar in front of you, right hand palm down. Look at it. You look at her hand. She's she's super fucking pale. Like for, first of all, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if I was ever quite clear about that. She's unhealthy looking, just in general. Like she's too thin. She has almost no muscle mass at all. She's she's essentially skeletally thin, but she's also extremely pale. Like it's just it's like she never was never out in the sun ever. You know, it's like she spent mm-hmm. her whole life in a, in a fucking sewer. Like she plays underground almost. Time. Yeah. So yeah. So she 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 puts her hand on the bar in front of you and kind of like looks at you. Okay. And she's kind of like uh, she's kind of like waiting for you to do something. Touch oh. her hand with my hand. All right. Um, with my finger, just like poke it. Reaching out. Okay. So you 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 poke her hand and it just and it doesn't feel all that strange. It's just like a hand. Does that help you? Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I'm afraid I do not understand. She holds her hand, like, out closer to you, as if, uh, palm up, as if for you to hold her hand. Oh, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, make a fortitude save. <laughs> 19. Good. 19. So, you hold her hand, and after, and it feels, like, pretty normal for about a half a second, and then there's just, like, this extreme plunge of cold that you feel. Like, it's so much that it feels like it's pulling the heat out of your body, and you're able to break <sighs> And you break contact before it damages you. Well, I need to wake up in the morning. I know who to talk to. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's I, okay. I should be more open about these things. No, you're not. You're not one to worry about that. You've been quite open with us, all things considered. It's just one, oh, of, the, no. one of the many gifts that Warren gave me. Yeah. I can imagine. I don't imagine that you want to talk about all that, uh, given what kind of stuff we start down there, at least not right now. Also, if you do, I will be happy to see some. But uh, I can also... I told you the other night that I have some shared experience with your experience at the Academy. And I don't know how you're feeling about that, but if you want to talk about it, uh, maybe all yells. Well, a vampire thrall and a few ghouls busted a door down started killing students. She kind of like goes back to rubbing her hands. I tried to take control of one of the ghouls and it didn't work. So I raised some of the students to form a defensive line and it worked. And the teacher saw me do that. And after the battle was over and we had won, he told me to leave. He said he was being gracious by giving me a head start before he called the guard on me. I am too familiar with that kind of talk. The other students, that was the really worst part of it. They looked at me like I was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't... Well, I can't say for sure. I know exactly how you feel, but uh, I definitely... I have a little idea. I've been through something similar. Uh, 
but I, we should not be dwelling on such negative things right now, and I need to get better of my work. Karis nods and says nothing. I'll uh, get back to working on my machine. Um, spicy. Yeah, spicy time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you see that, that Karis has this freshly poured glass of the fine wine that was a gift for the birthday, and they haven't touched it. They're just like sitting there like rubbing their hand. All right, I go over. <laughs> I do the shoulder rub thing that I did last time before we stopped talking to each other. The really quick scruffle and then mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking? Nothing. I... You're lying. <clears throat> I, th- I think I'm. I think I might just want to be alone for a little while, if that's okay. Soul's ears go down. Oh, yeah, I understand. And you know, you you don't have to drink it if you don't like it. Drink what? She like completely has just like lost track of what was going on around her. Soul does like a little flick to the top of the glass rim to make a ping noise. Ah. Oh, uh, of course. Sorry. She she picks it up and like, <clears throat> like looks at it for a little bit. But if you actually do want to be alone, I understand. Just talk to me if you feel like it. If not, drink. Happy birthday. Thanks. She uh, she picks up the glass. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> she picks up the glass and she walks to the corner and just sits down. Okay, bye. <laughs> she she sets the glass in front of her and sort of just stares at it for a while. Sol goes back over to Siva and just like is twiddling their thumbs and is just like, I feel like I've gotten worse at talking to people. I don't know what I'm doing. Siva shrugs. I think you're doing just fine. The girl's obviously got some troubles. True. And who am I to push it? It's her birthday. She can do whatever the hell she wants. And then Sol kind of like takes like a strand of Siva's hair and like brushes it behind their ear. Just very affectionately. Mm -hmm. She's going to lean in. And go for a smooch. Aw, shit. Okay. Reciprocation. Boom. <laughs> Roll for smooch. <laughs> smooch. No. You this like you I don't want to do it again. Hair. Oh, damn. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I've already messed up that once. I don't know, smooching oration, or is it... <laughs> what, is it dancing again? Thrall. Or is it Do you thing? actually want me to roll for a kiss? No, no I don't actually <laughs> want you to roll for a kiss. Okay, thank you. Such a thing. Only if it was part of the act of seduction, in which case I'd make you make a seduction check, but we don't, we haven't done that, so that's fine. We're good. Anywho. Escape artist. <laughs> Alright, that'll, I mean, unless anyone has anything else, we can pass time again. I think I'm good. Does anyone else need to do anything other than uh, Lovett? Nope. Alright. So if no one has anything else for the rest of the day, I'm going to go ahead and push it to tomorrow morning. Awesome. Oh, so okay. stayed the we night with Siva. We survived. If I, it was eight hours more for me to work on the thing. Yeah. Would I have had time to sleep? Yes, you would have had a little okay. bit. Of, you would have completed it around two in the morning. Okay, then I probably slept for about four hours. Yeah. So you got a little it's better bit better than nothing. Do I have hair? Uh, you wake up and you put on a little makeup. You know what? I was really worried someone was going to say that, and I'm glad it was you. all right so you managed to get your work completed you got your hair roughly back poultice seems to have done a bit of work it still looks a little bit rough 
but that's it's, okay. It's better than it was. You no longer have a giant bald spot. <laughs> uh, I would have loved if it just kept growing too fast and totally turns turns Unlevat into a Wookiee. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, for Levet it would be an Ewok. Jeez. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> Ewok. My bad. Yep, yep. Um, I'm gonna Anyways. power walk as early as I can then to the nearest barber stylist. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yep. know how upscale the city is, mm-hmm. but someone who can cut my hair without rolling for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I will ask them to do basically what Silt was describing to me. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'll tell them to make this work. I'll be like, I th- if you can make this work, then cool. And easy then that description. All right, that's gonna be uh, five silver. Essentially. All right. I'll give them a full goal just for their trouble. Uh, oh, because I'm just that. I'm just like fucking carrying gold. I gotta go. Uh, and then I run back. So I want to grab my formal dress, my noble outfit, mm-hmm. out of the cart. Mm-hmm. Get that on, and find Soul. Soul stayed the night with Siva, so yeah, they're at the tap room. Well, uh, I was assuming I was staying in the guest room there because I wasn't really. I didn't want to have to go back and forth between the hotel and stuff, so that's where I would head back to anyway. Okay. I hope we weren't too noisy. No. <laughs> well, that your beautiful low perceptions. I know. You've got a meeting <clears throat> at the town hall, basically, for lack of a better term. Let's see, that would be the Imperial Palace. The palace, yeah. Uh, did the villagers show up? Yeah. Alright, I'll pay them... I'm going to give them two for now. But before that, I was looking for Soul because I wanted them to help me with the getting ready stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Looking nice. Well, you better knock on their door. Yeah, I guess. Well, Levette's not totally perceptive to that being where Soul stays. Like, where was I even in this place? <laughs> I guess I will, though. I'll knock on all the doors until I find out. You got it. All okay. Right. There's eventually there is a knock at the door. Soul kind of, like, jolts up in bed. Ah. And then, like, looks over at Siva. Is there like, aliens out? I need a trip or something. Yeah, just just a second. Let me brush my hair. And Sol hurriedly tries to get clothes on. <laughs> and, like, tries to look as good as possible. Fluffs their hair, looks at Siva, and is like, does a gesture of, like, does this look okay? Siva smiles. Sol, like, slowly opens the door slightly and pokes their head out. What's up? What? What? Mm. How you doing? Yeah, do you, I was just wondering if you could help me with any last minute, you know, touch-ups. Yeah. Place possibly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just letting me just slip through the door and so like hurriedly closes it behind them. All right, let's do this. Where do you want to do this? Oh, I, when, uh, where is there like anywhere? There's like a mirror, I guess. Oh, like touch-ups for the hair. Well, I don't know if Soul wears makeup. No. I don't know if makeup would really be a thing that would be common in, in this like time period and shit anyway. Soul doesn't wear makeup anymore. They used to once upon a time. Um, but they didn't it, apply it. Oh, but they didn't apply it? No, they had um, people for that. <laughs> yeah, do you have the disguise skill? You have a little bit of disguise. You have one rank in it. So you've got a plus eight for your disguise. You could use a disguise to uh, apply beautification makeup. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, disguise can be used for that. Soul looks nervous. I mean, it's no, not a blade involved this time, right? They smack their lips and they're like, yeah, 
You're right. Um, just don't hate me. I don't. And I rolled a 19 for that. All right. You uh, you do a little bit of work, and you have brought out you know some color, and you've like got the eye shape a little bit worked out. You've you know covered any minor blemishes. That the like one of the eyeliner like wings is just a little off though. Like it almost looks right, but it's not. I think it's it's pretty good. It's it's definitely a a boon. Like it's better than not. So you have applied a bonus. And uh, Soul like takes out a muse. Do you want to use one of these before? I'm just going to hang on to that, and will decide if I need it. Is that okay? All right. Uh, of course. Um. So it looks like they're trying to think of something else. And Beauty, I have a game question. Yeah. What does suggestion do? Uh, it, it essentially lets you suggest courses of action or uh, specific things to do. So if I'm playing music and I'm casting suggestion, mm-hmm. can I use Lavette as my talking piece pretty much and work it that way? Or do I have to be the one that says the thing? Mm, it depends on what you're suggesting, like what, because you're the one that would be laying, you're the one that would be compelling them to do something. I mean, I figure you that you could, would compel them, but you could say something like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty good." You can compel them to listen to. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll. Okay. <clears throat> but if you cast suggestion, does the person know if it fails that you cast it on them? Well, it's not suggestion so much as the spell; it's the bardic ability in this case. So oh, gotcha. It would be basically you'd be serenading the room with some music or some such, and okay. uh, you know maybe the lyrics of your song would be leading somehow, and they're mystical okay. in some way. So Soul kind of looks like they're thinking for a second, and it's just like, I think maybe mood music would be good for the event. Do you mind if I could play you- while you're making your presentation? Absolutely. I thought you would not interested in coming, but if you are, it would it would make me feel a lot better. Well, if it helps you, that's the important part. We're family, after all. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, pats you on your head, and then looks like they're tuning their lyre. And they pop like, a muse. Mm, don't touch my head. <laughs> Still not ready for you to touch my head. I pop a muse. Alrighty. Okay. Well, this will pretty much push us up to the meeting time, so if oh, right. anyone has any other business. Yeah, I, Vera's not going explicitly. I don't imagine Marcus is going. Mm, I don't think so. I, think, uh, I, I don't I definitely don't want to say anything wrong. I was going to say, Levette says enough regrettable things on her own. <laughs> so we're headed to the courtroom. Alright, you it's head just to the me and Levette. Alright, mm-hmm. so you guys head over to the Imperial Palace. It is a big, scary, imposing building. Uh, you know that the Emperor of Vil keeps court there. And you arrive, the guards stop you, and, uh, you know, demand to know who you are, what business you're there on. You guys explain I yourselves. Am, uh, Mickey Bodwin. I have an appointment with a counselor uh, about remedying the military problem. Alright, one of the guards leaves to corroborate your story. Comes back a few minutes later and has you follow them into the palace grounds. So, what is their name? Uh, Fritz. Don't do this. Fritz. His name is Fritz. Oh, okay. I like it. 
Sounds like a cat name. Rude. He's a peasant. <laughs> Don't treat him like an animal. The Imperial Palace grounds are well-kept and imposing. It definitely does not look like a militaristic, defensible building. It looks more like a, like a pleasure palace sort of thing. It's just full of gardens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, it's it's not a defensive building. It's not like... It's not like, it's like a mansion. It's not high stone walls and towers. It's... Is gla- it? It's glass atriums and topiary. Oh. Does this remind Soul of their home at all? Yes. This is actually... This, oh. is, far, this is far grander than your home. Oh, I yeah. see. This is the the fucking Emperor of Vil lives here. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a massive, massive palace. But I need to know like how invested Sol needs to be in this building. Sol looks oh. awestruck by it. This palace is also bigger than I was expecting, so I'm a little more confident. Yeah, and there's armed guards all over the place. There's archers. I mean, there, the, the reason the building itself is not heavily defensible is because the wall around this building is very, very strong-looking. There are archers all over the place. There's armed guards all over the place. You even see war wizards patrolling around. Like, this what? Is, yeah, these guys are... War wizards. Yeah, I mean, the Imperial... The Academy of Arcane Arts is right outside the gates, so... That's true. <clears throat> they've, they've got a steady supply of war wizards. I love the idea of war wizards. Soul looks like they're focusing in on a ring on their thumb while we're walking through. Mm. Uh, it's like you have a coming again, Sol, by the way. Huh. Um, <clears throat> you're welcome. Like I said, we're family. We, you would do this for me if I, for some reason, needed someone to bail me out of something, right? In the heartbeat, yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm trying to keep my composure. I'm trying to keep myself from shaking too much. But I don't know. I guess after all that prep, Levet seems a little more prepared mentally than she realized she would be. Alright, so the guard leads you into the palace proper. Uh, the, the doors to the palace are enormous and plated with gold. And gold and it appears silver. Uh, worked in so with... Yeah. probably touches things. Because yeah. it's a bit even more majestic than they're used to. So they've instinctively just touched things that are, like, shiny. It's a very different style of architecture as well. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, I it's new and interesting looking for you, I'm sure. Yeah. They love architecture. So yeah, you get inside... I mean, if, if I could describe it as anything, it is, it is a gothic palace. Mm-hmm. So, you go inside, and it's just huge arches everywhere, giant open spaces Ooh. inside. There's a lot of bureaucracy that's based out of this palace. Like, this is the, the prime governmental complex, as well as the residence of the emperor. <gasps> Wait. Yes. I can't remember currently just because it's been a while. But when I was reading about my father, Mm -hmm. did it say that he made diplomacy uh, meetings in Ville? Yes. Yes! All right. Cool. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I got a plan. I say uh uh-oh of that, but I'm excited for Esgrim. (laughs) <laughs> how this goes. Alright, so you are led to an area in the back of one of these grand halls, and there's tables and chairs set up and clusters all over the place. It seems like these, these are large meeting halls for bureaucrats, and at one of them appears to be a gentleman who has a bunch of papers strewn on a table in front of him. 
the guard walks you there and uh, introduces, basically says your name to the person sitting down and then like turns on their heel and walks away. Okay. Uh, does that person look at me or anything? Uh, he's like currently writing in a, a very large book and, and he's got, like I said, like I said, other paper strewn in front of him. He, uh, he kind of like glances up over his nose at you for just like a hot second and then looks back to what he was doing. Actually, I went, I, so I was reading up on this process last night after mm-hmm. Marcus brought me those books. Did, mm-hmm. do, would I have any indication of who this is? Is this person I'm supposed to be talking to you? You've, it, the guard didn't tell you their name, and this guy doesn't uh-huh. have... There's no indication on him. There's no name tag on the desk. He's a counselor for the city, but there's lots of counselors for the city. You don't know this guy's name. Uh, counselor, his lordship. Uh, yes, go ahead. I'm listening. Well, thank you for your time and attention. My name is Daniels McKinney Bodwin, and I have a proposition for you that can redefine the future of this beloved empire. I understand that Lille is a great and powerful country, but in later recent events, its mighty defenses do find themselves at a time of tenderness. It is only natural then that I, as an ally of his lordship and his state, find it my duty to present to you this offer that will swiftly, cheaply, and effectively not only reinforce the nation's defenses, but boost the empire of will to the status of a world superpower. So the gentleman will set down his quill and sort of like look at you now for the first time since you walked up. He crosses his hands on the table in front of him and leans forward and looks at you. I pop my chest out a bit. I'm going to gesture for Fritz to push the thing a little closer, uh, but not pull the lever yet. So, what you see before you is currently a harmless device, a portable shield that could not only harm a halfling child. However, with the pull of this lever, and I'll nod for them to pull it. Fritz pulls the lever. The flower unravels, and the blades make themselves present. Oh, um, please stand back. And I'll have them, I mean, I'm, I have them, like, angle it so that they're not going towards anything in the immediate vicinity and have them push it forward a little bit mm-hmm. so that they can demonstrate so, how it works. So the gears engage and the blades twist and spin in a by dazzling sim- display of potential damage. By simply pushing on the blind side, the device moves forward and the blames form into a spinning whirlwind of death. This machine is safe until activated, totally protective of the user, and simple enough that any farmer capable of pushing a plow can use it. Quick aside, what were the names of the blacksmiths? Or can I just interject them? You can interject with them, but you don't, don't know. Okay, names. names of blacksmiths. But it will produce this device all the night. So I am confident that the resources of his lordship's great empire will be more than enough to supply an army of these in less than a year's time. And to this end, I present his lordship with two original offers. Uh, on one hand, the McKinney Bodwin family business can provide the entire procedure ourselves. Uh, we will establish a factory here in Hartenshin and then more as we can are available. And with provided funds, we can produce, um, oversee the manufacture, production, and assembly of all of these devices. In the future, we may also be able to have other beneficial relationships. However, if his lordship finds it more cost-efficient to build the machines himself, then we will. I can provide the schematics for a single, smaller comparative fee, uh, at the, but they will be getting the entire the profit of these schematics. 
Sol has no idea what you said, but is nodding. Speaking of that, were you using a bardic inspiration or performance at all during that? Because you, you, you didn't mention no, using anything. I'm sorry. She went into her speech and I didn't want to interrupt. So, yes, I did want to have that ready and stuff. Okay. I'd like to hear his reaction first before I say anything. So were you using suggestion or not? Uh, no, but I've been playing in the background. Okay. Were you using inspire competence? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. you got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Plus two. Yeah. Plus Do I? Two. How, I need to select uh, Levette in a way, though. No, you're, you're fine. You're fine. So just okay. give, give yourself a miscellaneous plus two I modifier, did. and go ahead and roll a diplomacy check. This is the roll. All right. Huh? Twenty-one. Oh. So, I mean, it's as yep. average as it could get. Yep. So you got a 21 on the check. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was also the use of a suggestion in there. Or were you going to do Once that? he talks. Okay. <clears throat> so he's, he's kind of like wearing these little like half spectacle glasses. He takes them off, folds them closed, and sets them down in the book in front of him. And then looks at you and says, I only understood about half of what you just told me. Oh, no. This, he points at the at the device in front of him. It's like, exactly how much are you asking for each of these? Well, um, to supply the schematics, I would only ask for a sum of 200,000 gold pieces, but the sum of providing the entirety of them would be... Uh, they would cost roughly 125 gold pieces per machine. However, uh, this is negligible compared to the cost, both in manpower and in the monetary value of raising an entirely new army, is it not? Okay. I'm going to use suggestion. Okay. Okay. All right. And... In hindsight, <clears throat> all of that actually sounds like it's quite easy to budget, especially if it means the safety of the entire country, you know, in fact, I bet people would be even happier to pay taxes if it involved their protection. So, so suggestion doesn't quite work like that. You need, no, how you do need, I use it? You need, to, you need to suggest something for them to do. Like you need to, you need to give them a course of action. Okay. I say all that and then say, I think it would be a good idea for you to invest in something like this personally, especially as someone under the polyhymnia name. I'm going to go ahead and give him a will save. He clears his throat and like rubs the bridge of his nose with his, with two fingers, kind of blinks a few times as it's like something's like bothering his brain. I'm just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the suspense. I knocked down my schematics cost at the last second way down because I was like, oh fuck dude, we don't need nearly as much money as I was going to ask for and I don't think that they will give it. <laughs> he says that the standard pay for a village soldier is three silver per day. That comes out to 108 gold per year. Plus armaments, plus fortresses, plus supply routes, and of course you do not pay that to the generals, do you? And you would suggest that these peasants do not need to eat? And you would suggest well, the that these, do not need that to these eat. armies of machine-moving men would not need commanded? Initially, they would, but with continued partnership with the Mickey Baldwin family, no. 
Soul kind of looks like they like grimace a little at the last name. He kind of like squints at you and he's like, and how exactly do you propose an army that doesn't need to eat? With the magic of technology. Control Soul. Soul looks like, like, Soul kind of stops playing and just looks at you like really confused. Is is Archibald with you? Not, uh, he's in my pocket. Okay, okay, just making sure. And yeah, I'll actually start his timer going. Okay. And, this is... And set his thing on the floor. For 200,000 gold, we could equip an army and pay for an army and feed an army three times the size of the one that was lost. That's it? 2,000 or was it 200,000? 200,000. 200,000. <gasps> oh, I meant 20,000. My thought in me. Did you, say, wait, did, did you actually mean 20,000 and you said 200,000? No. no. Okay. Okay. Soul looks so confused. Do you have this in writing somewhere? I would like to show this to other counselors. We can put it in the writing right here. He hands you a a handful of of, uh, papers, a quill and a pot of ink. All right, I get to work. He gestures to a chair. I am not unfamiliar with writing things down in books. I mean, I do have my whole speech written down, so I can give him that, but I'll write down. The numbers. Yeah, so you basically break down everything that needs done, you write it down on a bunch of sheets of paper for him, he'll take them from you and then say that, he'll take these to the other counselors and they will reach you when they come to a decision on this. So like waggles their hand for a second to get his attention. Has the, the counselor <laughs> or Lebet? The counselor. He looks up. Has <clears throat> the diplomat from Presidium been... <laughs> here any time recently? No, I do not recall I do not recall him being here any time recently, no. Sulk nods, like, <laughs> it looks like an affirmative nod, but then kind of looks sad for a second. Gotcha. Thank you for the information. Has Archie deployed yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so yeah, the guy's definitely gonna be like a little bit concerned <laughs> about this this being that just popped out of your pocket, but he asked if this I mean, is... like, I set the ball on the floor before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, he asked if this is the army that doesn't need to eat. Well, in the long time, yes. He says, how uh, many of these could you construct? A... What would these cost us? Can it wield a sword? Can it wear armor? Does it my... follow orders? It does follow. He does follow orders. He, he can wield the swords with the proper programming. He is my prototype, and I cannot... I need research funds if there are to be an army of this, but the cost will be in the long term hugely beneficial. Hmm. And just how long would your research take? It uh, could vary. uh, That is the nature of research, but not more than a few years, I think. I'm going to use another suggestion. Okay. I think, if anything, it would be a good idea to invest in people like this, because then we would have less people who would be injured. Safety in numbers. Alright, we'll save. Hmm. He kind of like gives you like a half nod and says, I'll take this to the other counselors. He takes the papers from you. The guards will see you out. <clears throat> yes, Sil. Thank you. Sil looks like, you know, they've got their ears down. They look like they've been defeated. Oh, well, I on the way out, I'm going to sneak my muse in. And I just kind of, once my mood pickers up, then I'm going to just grab Sol's hand and smile at them. I think Sol looks really very right. concerned. Do you? Well, I think I'm, getting, I'm not getting our money. 
Okay. They, they have to find a way to stay in communication with with these people. I mean, really? Like, I don't know how necessary it was to actually do this. I know it makes you happy. Well, if they get some money and I can get that money sent home, uh, that would be ideal. Why does money matter so much to you anyway? It's not that it matters to me. It matters to the family. I just want to take care of them. But you're looking for them at the same time? Mums can get the bloody big families. Oh, like and bunnies? Uh, <laughs> no, not, not quite exactly. Not that as a control. Also, you know, it's just nice to have something to come back to. And I was also thinking of investing some of those to uh, maybe Bell's temple. <gasps> She's gonna be so excited when she well, we don't, I don't know we, until we know for sure that the money is going through because I can't Can I be there when you tell her? <laughs> Please! Okay. Oh my gosh! She's gonna scream! She might so. even give you a handshake. No, so, so, yeah, maybe a handshake. I, maybe. I don't know. She doesn't oh my really God. like me. She doesn't like you? Yeah, I think I did something wrong with her. I don't know what I did. Did you but... say something mean to her? Uh, not on purpose. But you did. Well, uh, maybe in hindsight. What did you say? I just used, you know, the, the sea world. You <laughs> called her a cunt again? No, I didn't <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, I used to call her a cunt all the time. It should be fine. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> but people like you more than they like me, generally. And thank you for your help, Becky. Uh, I tried. I don't think I did anything. And it's the fact that you tried me so much. <sighs> well, you're welcome. I just wish I knew. Uh, never mind. It's a stupid thought. That's unnecessary. Sorry. That's okay. I was just. I've been thinking about my father lately, and I feel like him is well. Um. Well, for a while, I was avoiding him. And now I feel like I should ask him some questions. So I'm trying. I don't to remember know what stuff we know in character, and I don't remember what stuff we do know. Oh, I, I've told everyone that my father was infidelious. Okay. And I think I never gave him an option of explaining himself, and it might be a better time sooner than later to ask him so that I know if I'm also a terrible person. What's with me? And Soul kind of looks down. Kind of scuffles their feet a little bit. Are we still, like, leaving this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. estate? Yeah. Long hallway. You guys are outside the palace now. You made it okay. outside. And uh, Fritz pushes oh. the, the thing up and he looks at you and holds his hand out. Oh yeah, I give him his money. Alright, you give him the rest of his money and, uh, he uh, he tips a non-existent hat and uh, skips away. I like Fritz. I was going to give guy. him a job, but he's gone. <laughs> he was he was sure interesting. Soul looks at the machine. So is Archie going to push this now? Well, uh, I was kind of hoping that they would have a factory. I guess in hindsight, I should have known I would actually have more time. But I'm not sure where we put it. Do you think Siva wants it? Soul makes like a uh, face. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's hope we get the Sivas in uh, 
You know, she doesn't want it, she not who does. We'll just leave, I'll have Archie push it onto her lawn and leave it there. I don't know if CV's gonna like this. But it's, I'm so, she's been so hospitable already, I'm sure she's okay with it. Anyway, I have to go to go change it to this class. I'll go, I'll okay, go I guess I'll go ask C. Oh, oh, she's gone. <laughs> All right. I enter in the tap room. Okay, you enter the tap room. I'll push the map again. You see... Um, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you see Siva sitting in her normal place. You see Marcus still in on, on the bar there. Who I haven't heard in a while. I think he might be asleep. Oh, no. Oh, no, I've just been muted. I Buddy. didn't want to be... Buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Marcus is at the bar. Marcus is at the bar. Vera's at the bar. Karis is at the bar. And then there's a hooded figure seated next to Karis. Karis left for the uh, afternoon. That's Vera. What did I say? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Did I say the Vera? hooded figure? No, oh, you said ah, Karis. I'm okay. Yeah. Karis, and then Karis is seated next to a hooded figure. Which, when she left, she left alone and she came back with this hooded figure. So immediately goes by Karis. Hey! Oh. And they do the shoulder scruffle like they've done the last two times. Hi. Um, hey. Sorry, I, I sort of, uh, sort of wandered off last last night. I apologize. I I should have kept my <clears throat> my composure a bit better. No, you're fine. It was birthday. You can do whatever the hell you want on your birthday, right? <laughs> Yeah, some something like that. Who's your friend? <laughs> oh, it's not my friend. I Did you make this thing? Something like that. So whoa, I um. Right, Levette's that? still kind of tripping <laughs> off of the muse. Anyways, I didn't realize Levette had come back in. Oh yeah, I figured at this point probably have. <clears throat> so I um figured I'd be traveling with all of you, and I I didn't want to make anyone have to carry my weight. I'm not really used to adventuring or anything and I didn't want to be a burden and um, I figured I'd bring along some protection. Well, you have us as protection. Did Mark notice this character? He'd, um, he'd have questions. Probably, yeah. There you go. <laughs> here here it is. There it is. <laughs> you, you noticed it. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, right there. Hey, look at that, I noticed it. What? You noticed no, it. you don't need to do perception if he's yeah, no, right no, there! No, no, no. <laughs> so, so, I decided that I wasn't going to be a burden on anyone, so, I've, so I'm going to put together some protection, just for myself. Just so that no one needs to worry about me in, in a fight, you know? I mean, we're always going to worry about you, but it's not a burden on us. Well, I, we just I, care about you. I just figured that this might make things a bit easier. So I spent a bunch of the night finding something. Where'd you find it? <clears throat> Graveyard. Which one? The one I like. Who's <laughs> family back. member? So help me, so help me, so help me. She shrugs. It was unmarked. <sighs> okay. Oh, it's probably forgotten then by that point. Probably. Hmm. So, like, goes oh. to ruffle her hair and then decides, oh, wait, I already ruffled your shoulder. I should respect your boundaries currently. And then just gives a thumbs up. Kellys, mm-hmm. I need a little, like, a tie of your clothing or something. A, a what? A piece of your clothing or 
something like that, or your hair. What? Why? <laughs> uh, pull out the compass. It just the compass so... points west. Hmm. So that if anything were to happen, we would not lose track of you. Oh. So looks at the compass. You know, why don't we do that today, since we're done with the court thingy? Well, they did say they would get back to me in a couple of days. How Did they give me an estimate of how long I'd have to wait? No. No. They said they'd do I mean, and you, But you know the speed of bureaucracy is ultra slow. Okay, so, so I've got time. You've got time. Yes. And bureaucracy is very slow. I have time. And they'll find you. Don't worry. We have been living at a very, very fast pace. Fuck. I did forget one thing. Uh, can you guys roll perception checks, please? Oh, just, sure. Just Levette and Soul. Fuck, man. My rolls have been abysmal. I've rolled uh, a 7. That's a 22 right. for me. Excellent. Soul, on your way back, when you were leaving the palace and going past the Academy of Arcane Arts, you noticed something. Uh, you noticed there are posters put up. Apparently, oh, no. Apparently there was an attack on one of the teachers. Yeah. And uh, there is a, uh, a, like, wanted posters that have, uh-huh. like, a rough sketch of uh, something that looks very much like Vera. Uh, even describes <laughs> that the attacker used a scythe as a weapon. Sol did That's not bring perfect. that up to Levette. No, I'm because... tripping balls. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't <laughs> and when we walked into the tap room, I saw this figure next to Kara, so Sol's brain went to protection mode. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, who the fuck is this near my kid? <laughs> but Kara's man, so it's fine. So, while Soul's like pointing out the compasses, just like, yeah, like give her some hair, but let's let's do that like today or like pretty soon. And then Soul like is trying to like keep the like attention on the compass and is like slowly walking backwards towards Vera. And Soul <laughs> grabs Vera's arm. And drags them to the kitchen. <laughs> this is our our secret place. Pharaoh, <laughs> what the fuck? What? There are posters near the is academy. Is to get people to teach them how to cook? They keep dragging With people into the your kitchen. your face on Kara it. Kara shrugs. My, my face on it? Yeah. They're wanted posters with someone who looks a lot like you and carries a scythe. Vera does not say anything. <laughs> We're best friends. You have to tell me if you did something. If they stayed there, I I did not go in there to attack them. What? I did not. I went in there to talk to the man, and he started casting a spell, so I thought he was going to attack me. Farron, they're not going to believe you. I mean, they have to find me first. <laughs> You're putting Siva in danger by just hanging out here. Well, I could stay somewhere else. No, no, it's... What were you thinking? If I didn't say something to him, more and more students will have to be impacted by that man. I punched him! Shouldn't that have been good enough? What's that going to help? My self-esteem? <laughs> Soul shrugs. There's going to be some oh. dickwad who they choose to replace him if he dies. There's always going to be a cycle. Someone who's not him, though. That's the point. But what if the next person's worse? Then you have to deal with them, too. That's not how life works. You can't just kill everything until things are good. Something will always be bad. Well, we have to deal with this now, I guess. Then. Look, Soul takes out their <laughs> glittery half, half mask that you gave them. 
that just has glitter stains on it currently. Just And then they take out their disguise kit. I think you need to hide what you look like currently throughout the city. I can do that. And I'll turn into a B. <laughs> and Sol just like looks flabbergasted and is just like, <sighs> a, uh... you know, I could have done your for you as Sol is now yelling at a bee. There is a, what, a mouse, mouse size or rat size bee on your back. That... Disgusting. <laughs> Sol does not look amused. <laughs> Sol puts away their half mask and disguise kit. You owe me. I'm not going to tell everyone else, but you owe me. Okay? Buzz. Buzz twice if you say Okay. Buzzes twice. <laughs> Buzzes awesome. Twice. Soul walks out to the bar and just looks exasperated. Okay, so what's that? Soul just walks over to Siva and just like plops their face down on the bar again. What kind of bee? Honeybee. Oh, okay, never mind. Just a really big ass honeybee. Big ass fucking honeybee. Okay. Lavette. Yeah. Let's go find out where your compass is pointing. It's pointing that way. Then let's go that way. All right, we'll go that and way. Soul goes next to Lavette, thinks about it, and then just picks Lavette up <laughs> and starts to walk out the door. Come on, guys, we're going on a compass adventure. What? Karis stands up very We're confused. going on an adventure. <laughs> this is how we operate. Siva looks a little bit pissed, but waves goodbye to you. I attempt to wave with an elbow underneath Levette. Well, careful. You're fine. I'm just waving a CV. Okay. Oh, out of character, by the way, leaving the big machine on her lawn was absolutely Levette throwing shade. Just being salty. <laughs> She's like, well, fine, then. I'll leave a big fucking machine on her lawn. See how she likes that. <laughs> the fuck? All right. So we have gotten the carriage. Mm-hmm. I've put Levette in the back. Mm. Marcus is in the back. Mm-hmm. What does Karis do? Karis asks if you guys have an empty chest. Like an empty empty treasure chest. No. No. No chests. Uh, a box. Some, some sort of wooden container. How big are we is talking? Is a carriage considered a wooden container? No, no. <laughs> she, she wants something that she can store something in. With the bed? Uh, I take out my music box and I'm like, this is the only box I have. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gets a little bit exasperated. She's like, never mind. She, she tells the, the hooded figure, she looks at it and says, Alpha, follow behind. What? Sorry, we don't. Sol's just like, I'll just buy a new fucking carriage when we get back. Jesus Christ. So it, uh, <clears throat> it follows behind, it walks behind the carriage as you guys continue, as you travel. Sol, I think, took the compass from Lavette if she was able to, just since Sol and Vera, well, I guess just Sol right now is leading. <laughs> well, I'm glued to the compass. Okay, I so I guess you can it. sit next to me in the front. All right. Because <clears throat> right. Vera's a giant ass bee. I mean, once we get out of the city... Yeah, but we have to get out of the city. So, so is the house coming along? She's she just, the bee. Uh, oh, she is the bee. Yeah. That's no. It's... Does she know what we are saying? She just... She'll be normal soon, I'm sure. I'll ask... Soul just looks very if done she... with everything. What was that, Grump? I said I'll ask again in Elvish if she knows what we're saying. Be like, uh, I'll, I'll ask in uh, Elvish. Vera, if you can understand me. Was twice. Nothing. 
Okay. 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 Does that make sense? Okay. Soul's just like, yeah, she hates elves. Why would she talk like that? Wait, <laughs> <clears throat> lady? Yeah, I'm like the only one that she likes. We're best friends. Wait. I, <laughs> she I tells still... me everything. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, Vera has actually never straight up said that in front of Lovette and like always danced around it because there have been a few times I've tried to squeeze it out. I think Soul figured that out pretty fast when they first met yeah. Vera. Yeah. Like the first thing I said to you. Yeah. Um, no, no. She was actually really terrible the first time we met each other. That's not okay. Good times. <laughs> Anyways, so we're starting to head out of the village. Okay. You travel west is, out of Hart. Is the compass still pointing west? Yes, the, the compass is pointing west. You're, you're, you're just, I assume that at this point, Levette's just watching the compass. Yes. So you guys travel west out of the city, and as you travel along the western road here, the compass twists ever so slightly to the north. So it goes from being west to northwest until eventually... It's turned almost completely north by this point. So by the time you guys are here, which is essentially one day later, go ahead and move the time forward. Oh, just by the lake. We've been passing it over and over. Ah! Alright, so when you get about there, you realize it's facing almost due north. In fact, it's a little bit northeast, just barely. I knew it! I knew it had to be somewhere around here! And so it looks really excitedly over to Levette, like, I've figured things out! I'm smart! (laughs) That's crazy. We've been here so long, and, and, and it's him right here. It's, this points to the owner of the object. Well, I mean, I don't know what you're even looking for. Well, this should point to my father, and hopefully he will know more about where to look next. Uh, he should have some things that should help us with this compass. I went on, took all of them on his own. So, Sol has moved the carriage to just pretty much follow the compass's pointer as much as possible. So you head off-road and you travel to the northeast. So, by about late morning on the 2nd of November, you guys arrive at the lake. So, you guys approach from the road, you travel slightly to the northeast, and you're heading slightly downhill through a a series of rolling hills and, and dotted forests. You come over the crest of a hill, and you can finally see the shore of the lake. Like, you can, you can see the lake in the distance. It's a very large lake. Uh, but as you get closer, you can actually see down the shoreline. And along the shoreline, near uh, a stand of trees and a small dock, is a cottage that has white smoke coming out of the chimney. Quite a bit of white smoke coming out of the chimney, now that you look at it. Huh. So it kind of points that out to Levette. You see what I see? No. (laughs) Uh, The compass is pointing right at that? Mm -hmm. Directly at it. Shit. Well, this has been the... I should probably explain a lot of things to you guys. What do you mean? We're literally almost to this cottage. What's up? And I'll explain. I'm I'm going to explain afterwards. But uh, I just did it by myself a little bit. This was a... Something I wasn't sure was going to happen for a long time. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'll head in. Oh, okay. I'll I take parked a deep the cart and, and everything first. Okay. So, so you, you're asking everyone else to stay back? Oh no! If you want to come along, that's fine. Uh, as long as I can take the lead on this one, I figure that uh, optimally, some of the introductions should be in order soon. Soul pulls out another muse and is just like, do you want one of these first? 
Must his pyramids on tank. Alright. Soul pops it. <laughs> Alright. So as you near the lake house, you can see that it is no ordinary cottage. It seems to have some sort of cogs and wheels built into it to harness wind power, and then there's also some sort of device leading up from underground that's producing some sort of energy to turn another wheel on the outside of the home. Also, as you approach, you notice the white smoke is, in fact, steam. I'm getting kind of, like, shaky and excited, and I I just run towards the, the door. Okay. You run towards the door, and you find that it is closed, because... The door's just not hanging open. No, I'll, well, I'll knock on it, I guess. Okay. You knock on the door. There is no answer. Check the handle. It is unlocked. I'll turn it in a little bit. Is it lit inside? <laughs> lit uh, is... As lit as it is out here. <laughs> yeah, as lit as it is out here. All right, let me go ahead and open up a new map for you. So you open the door and you walk in and you see a quaint little room. You hear, like, the whirring of cogs and machinery. You see... Like a kettle that's currently cooking some sort of soup. You see other ingredients and things are laying on the table there, partially chopped up. Yes, I'll, I'll peek around uh, the corner. Hello? Hello? Seamus? Who's there? You hear a, a muffled voice in the other room asking who's there. I'll peek my head in and see if I can see him. You open that door and you see a staircase leading upstairs and a hallway leading to another room. Oh. The voice seems to be coming from the door to the east, on the east side of the room. There's a double door. So yeah, I'll go over to the other side of the room to the double door. Alright. You open the double door, and you see a, a study sort of a room. It has a few games and puzzles sitting on a table. There's a bunch of little tinkered knickknacks, little tiny mechanical devices. What looks to be a mechanical hummingbird is flittering around the room, and you see elderly gnome sitting in an armchair. So here is the image that I had down. Now, again, this may not be what you had in mind, but this was the best I could find. I like it. It's different than what I had in mind, but it works. Oh, that's Desmond. Oh, wait, that is pretty much what I had in mind. So you see an elderly gnome wearing that contraption there, the multiple magnifying monocle. And he turns around and he sees you. And he says... My, oh my, aren't you just the spitting image of my dear granddaughter? Stay a while and talk with an old man, would you? Leviticus just kind of frozen in shock. Did this he have seen it? That'd be sad. Klenpa? He kind of like smiles at you. I take kind of like a, like a hesitant step closer. I'm not really registering what I'm seeing totally. Okay. Uh, It appears to be your grandfather in this armchair. He was tinkering on some sort of small device. Is this Lily? Is this Lily you? I should hope so. Grandfather. Have you seen my father? He scratches his head. Not recently. Do you know... What brings you to the cabin? Is my mother here? He kind of looks confused. No, it's just me. See, I things have changed greatly since you have left, Grandfather. Well, and and not very well. What seems to be troubling you? There's like a stool in the room as well, and he sets it over next to the thing and kind of pats it for you to sit uh, down. I look back. Is everyone else following? I think Soul is just respecting your space and just. 
has the door open from the very opening, but is just looking in, but not doing anything past that. I will sit with you, but uh, first I, I have some people I have met while looking for you. And I think I owe them an explanation as well. Sure thing. I'll be right back and I'll go back in and invite everybody in. Alright. I need you all inside. You got it. Everyone, this is uh, Desmond McKinney Baldwin. He is my grandfather. Um, and no one I know has seen him for more than 20 years. So this is a little bit of a shock for me as well. I will tell you what is going on while you are gone, uh, but this, I have not been completely honest with the last of you, so this is my time to just lay it out into the open. <clears throat> I'll go over and sit down. Omoresis took your absence as an opportunity to tell everything about. <laughs> Those half-cranked like to see them build anything worth a damn. <laughs> well, yes. It was a lack in the engineering department. They've gotten ruthless. They've been savage. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Market forces. He kind of like points at the sky. Market forces. Quality products. was thrown in jail. I was nearly thrown in jail. Although I don't think that was their fault. But it He's gotten bed at home, and the business is dying. We need you. We need your mind. He kind of looks like like struck by this. Oh, taught everything I know. Not obviously. Taught taught your father. Heck, I maybe even taught your mother. It's not that simple. All of this is these the belts and the the house. I could not do any of these things. I couldn't really amount to anything. And I learned out of school. Well, I, I got kicked out. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I got kicked out of school too. It happens to the best of us. School's not really for smart people, you know. <laughs> well, you don't need some old man far past his prime to drag around and make things better. You've got the skill in you. It's in your blood. It's in the name. <laughs> At least I'm going to start Archie's timer. Okay. I've come so far to find you. And it's the only thing that I've done that's worth accomplishing. Huh. Where do you find me? I'm right here. He he holds his arms out to give you a hug. Well, I'll set down the orb and go over and hug him. Archie will pop out while you're hugging. Explain to me how you made this, at least. If what? I can come back with that to he, he like He, like, looks at Archie, and Archie looks at him. Wow. That is a mighty fine piece of engineering you got there. What? He kind of he blinks and kind of looks at you. No, you no, make, no, you, you built this. Did you make that? No. I did not make this. What? He started following me out. I just figured out... Which buttons to press? It wasn't anything that complicated, and he just started following me around. But I, 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 I did not build this one at all. Well, I designed something like this, but <laughs> never could get the damn thing to work. What was missing? He shrugs. No idea. 
Never had the touch for this one, I guess. Looks like it's something my granddaughter had all along. I didn't... I just... It was just some button presses I didn't impart anything magical. I mean, I made a few modifications. Uh, I hope I, I did not, you know, disfigure his image too much. I, I, I know this is a very complicated work. He shrugs. If you say so, what brings you all this way? Pulling you back with me. Do you not want to come home? He looks around. This is my home. Have you given up on the family? Oh, they're fine. I get letters every so often. Do you know where my mother is? I think so. She's with your father. I said, he's tied me to you. Hmm. Where is he? That's an odd one. So I can lend you to me. Yes. Oh, yes. This device, it, uh, well, I, I think you can assume how it works by looking at it. You're handing him the compass? Yeah. Okay. He takes a look at it, turns it over in his hands, looks at the bottom, looks at the top, opens the compartment, sees the bit of tie inside. Ah! Well, there's your problem. What, what he, as long as the tie? He takes the tie out. It's my tie! You're well, your tie? Well, I passed it down a while ago, but maybe that's the problem. Do you have anything that belongs to my mother? Kind of scratches his head and looks around. Uh, oh, I do. One one moment. He hops off the little easy chair. And you can tell that he's much older than the last time you saw him. And he's much physically mm-hmm. deteriorated from where he was. Because he's... He, I'll he, help him. He takes a, it's a hard time for him to get around. But he, he ends up walking over to a shelf. And he pulls a piece of paper off of it. It's actually just an envelope. And hands it to you. She left this. Oh, it, is this a letter to you? Nope. Oh, should I not? I shouldn't be taking someone's mail, but... Uh... He walks back over and sits back down in the easy chair, leaving you with the letter in your hand. Does it have... Is it addressed to anyone on it? It has no name on the front. Well, I'll just... I'll sneak a look. All right. You pop it open. <clears throat> it reads the following. Dearest Levette, I fully believe you were able to follow the clues I left scattered for you, and perhaps the runners I sent to find you were able to make it. That way you didn't spend too long chasing ghosts. Your mother and grandfather traveled the world, but it became apparent to her that my father's health was deteriorating. He became less inclined to travel, until eventually demanding to be left here, at this lakeside. Your mother and I constructed this home, and assisted your grandfather in the construction of a few guardians and assistants to make his life as simple as we could. After saying our goodbyes, we departed for the Steam Isle, and perhaps that is where we will find you. There is much work to be done, but if this trip has taught us anything, it is that life is a gift to be cherished. Even if our name and company are not as valued as they once were, we can rebuild. Your mother and I will be waiting for you, dear, but I'm sure your travels and adventures have been just as fruitful as ours, and that perhaps you've found a new place where you feel you belong to. When you find yourself back in the gnome lands, we'll be waiting for you. Love ever, father. I have to go back. I have to go back. I'm sorry, what? I have to go home. I missed... I, I, I must have passed them if I just waited. And uh, there's the full text, by the way. I'll send that to you. Yes. Cool. Thank you. There's a PM. I'm sorry. I did say I owe you an explanation, didn't I? So... Only a little confused. That's... It's fine. <clears throat> what... What's... What is it? It would be easier to start with questions. What do you want to know? What's going on? Why are we here? Why are you okay. freaking out? Well, 
Siehst du, was ich sehe, das ist mein kleiner Fazer, und das ist ja nur eine Szene in der Dunkelheit. He's gone back to tinkering with the thing. Um, he's checked out of the conversation. Much like myself, uh, he is a very capable machine, but more so. To put it bluntly, this Malikria is a genius, and is the foundation of my entire family and our entire business. And when I was very, very young, he had lost his interest in clockwork. So, my mother, uh, who is an elf, as I have told you before, she was an elf and ambassador, offered to travel the world with him and maybe regain that spark. But we hadn't seen or heard from them in a very, very long time. And uh, father grew panicked. Scrying wasn't working. He grabbed all the things that other mothers he could follow her by, and he left. And That was many years ago as well. So, after I was done with school, for a while, I figured I wasn't going anywhere in life. And once I discovered Archivald, I thought maybe that was my ticket, that was my sign that I needed to go find them myself. But I had wasted a lot of money and a lot of time when they already had it back. So, do we... where, where are you from again? The, the Isles? The steam is there, is very far south of here. What? They are south, south of the continent. Okay, I guess we could make a trip down south. Any chance we can stop by a dragon on the way there? Awkward smile. Confuso, <laughs> would you happen to have any maps around? He's busy working on the clockwork and doesn't hear you. Oh, or doesn't pay I attention to what you say. <laughs> I well, say louder. <laughs> I'd go to tap him on the shoulder, but I think I would get caught up in what he's working on and just kind of start staring at that. Okay. Like, oh wow, that's cool. He's uh, he's working on that little hummingbird. It uh, it floated around and landed back on the table. He's tweaking something about it. How do you get to keep its shape for so long? It's such a complicated device. He turns it over in his hand, and uh, he like looks at it, turns it over again, looks at it more. Kind of leans back in his chair, turns to you, hands it to you, and as he looks at you, he stops and like kind of squints. He says, "My oh my, aren't you just the spitting image of my dear granddaughter? Stay a while and talk with an old man, would you?" Oh, I would love to, but I don't know if I have time. I just got a very important letter, and I need to see someone. Oh, oh, very well, very well. He goes back to working on the hummingbird. So, so, do you have, does this cottage have an address or something that I could mail to? He looks confused at the question. No, I don't think so. Is there, could I, okay. Well, sorry for disturbing you. Have a good afternoon. Oh, you too. All right. I think maybe if we want to talk more, we should do it outside. You got it. Okay, well, southward is in that direction. Do you have the uh, letter with you, though? Yes. All right. And I will put it in the compass and see if it is pointing south. Nice. All right, load the compass with the letter, and it does indeed point south. Okay. Um, well, the Hefling like, Grove or whatever is definitely in that direction. Okay. And that's where we want to go? I suppose, yes. I mean, this is where I am interested in going. I feel a bit foolish, but are you sure you want to... To travel with me that way, it is a very far distance, and uh, if you have anything that you are tied to here, I most likely will be staying there. I'm quite alright, spending some time away from this area for a while. Soul glares. 
If we're going to be leaving, I'd like to say goodbye to Siva beforehand. You guys don't have to come back into the city. I'll make it really quick. All right. We have to go south anyways through Ville, so just pass through the area. I'd just like to make sure she knows where I'm going and stuff. Soul looks melancholy, I guess. She needs to know that we're not going to be taking any quests anymore, which I'm sure will make her happy. <laughs> yep. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to be gone forever. You know, she would actually be a good person to talk to about Vera's problem. She probably has practice with getting rid of people's records. I'm not giving Vera an easy out on this one. <laughs> That's fair. If Vera wants to ask for it, she can. Vera's staying out in the city. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So, so pretty much is just like loading everyone up under the cart and it's like, so is everyone in agreement? We go to Hartenshin real quick, say goodbye to Siva, and then go to the Steam Isles? Where, where, where is the Steam Isles? South. Uh, right, so... Let me, uh, let me pull up the Southern Continent map. So <clears throat> here is the Southern Continent map. It's enormous and really poorly drawn. So you guys are in Hartenshin in Ville. Oh, I got you there. See that? So from there, you would need to travel down here, 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 over to here, and here. This, this is the Merry Valley. This is where the halfling lands are. Uh, and then this is the Steam Isle, where the gnomes are. So it is a far greater distance than anywhere you've traveled up to now. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it is a serious land journey. And it is also not really, one's not really on the way to the other. I mean, kind of, but like way less than anything has ever been on the way to anything that we've ever gone to. Right. I mean, they're both relatively south of you, but it's, you know, basically. So basically, here's the plan then. We go south, we get to the intersection. Marcus and Lavette fight to the death. And they're <laughs> their backstory. <sighs> Man, I really want to meet this dragon, though. Ugh. I mean, you're fine, because you can just go to your temple whenever the hell you want. <laughs> Lucky you. We have a really long way to go to get to each of those destinations. So I think we should head on the way as soon as possible. Although, what time is it? <laughs> Are we leaving right as evening hits? I I thought we were going to Hardenshin first. Oh right. <clears throat> are we? But we're not staying the night there, are we? Not unless you guys want to. I don't think. Well, no, Vera can't go back into the city right now. Oh, I can stay outside the city. Yeah, I'd rather you not be away from the team. I can always go back to the B shape, and then for the night I'll just go to the uh, temple. Yeah, I, I guess you could. God, I've been really ready. To leave Ville, and now that we're about to do it, I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't anticipate a relationship to happen previously. Gotcha. I know I'm really sad. You can always come back. I know, but it's gonna be a while. <sighs> yeah, you're lucky that Lovett has a bunch of really good news dumped on her really fast, or <laughs> this trip would be a lot more awkward. <laughs> How long does it take to get there, anyways? More than a month, more than likely. It's going to take forever. You know, I guess yeah, that's true. I might want to make some stuff. Oh, but... I mean, as long as nothing comes up first, we can head south at least. <sighs> Did Karis come in the cottage with us? Nope. No, she no. didn't. Okay. Which Lovett noticed. It was a little, like, okay. I guess you don't know me that well. That's fine. 
Yeah, let's just go back to Hart and Shin first and figure stuff out. Glaring at Vera the entire way back to Hart and Shin. <laughs> just like, so. Yes. Did you guys get in a fight or something? No. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a small disagreement. Apparently. Uh, uh, Okay. (sighs) Do you need like a mediator? A meteor? Mediator. Uh, Someone to mediate. That's up to Vera if she wants to share. I tried to talk to the instructor who was lording his position over the lower class. He cast a spell. I thought he was attacking me. So I swiped at him. Did not hit him. And now there are pictures of me on wanted posters, apparently. Yeah, for attempted murder. You attempted to melt as a man. I didn't go in planning for that outcome. Gonna give Vera a deadpan stare. <laughs> Classic Levette. I heals the deal. I won't give you shit about this. And then you don't give me shit about the time I shot the fiance. Soul like looks back. Because I assume you're talking through like the carriage window. Since bit, Vera yeah. and Soul are, are the ones leading the cart. Soul leans back and looks at that window. It was just like, I don't think you have to tell Vera to be the one not upset I'm just about gonna, that. I'm going to fucking have, work on everybody one at a time, all right? <laughs> well, has uh, Vera given Levette shit for shooting? I don't think you have. I don't think you care. Do you want this out or not? No, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Have... I don't think so. I don't think. Okay. I think Vera is literally the only person who hasn't. And that's kind of why that you're getting the offer, too, is because it's like, look, you've been pretty cool with my thing, so I'll be quiet about this, but I also think it was a really bad decision. (laughs) Fine. Although I don't remember saying anything about that. You didn't. That's that's the only reason I gave you that opportunity. (laughs) So why did you try to assassinate or whatever? Why did... I, I went in trying to get him to change the way that he acted. I what? thought he was attacking me, so I attacked back. What were you planning on changing? I wanted him to bring in more children from lower stature. I don't know if that is up to him, but what's done is done in all that, right? Apparently. Soul is pouting. What should I have done then? Not gone Probably, after yeah. him! <laughs> not, to, not gone after the guy and not try to attack him. If you thought he was trying to attack you, why did you not try to escape? What's he going to okay, do? Okay, okay, so nice panic happens, I understand. <sighs> if I didn't try to do anything, nothing would change. I'm not sure that anything is going to change now, but, well, not for the better. But I will work on this. I didn't even get to talking about why I came in, so they don't have any... I think that would hurt any of the lower class. No, but you do smell. What? I'm sorry. I thought, you see, what is, like, on the table and not? Because some of these things... Okay. Okay. Look, I, I, I won't... I'm not going to... I, I'll, save you. I'll give you a free pass on this one. I am also hoping that the results of my work with the MPL capital might bring more jobs and such to the lower classes. Hope gives you more opportunities. Hopefully. Either way, I have to deal with this, so 
probably best that I am away from the city for a while. They don't keep uh, posters up forever. Oh, so they have posters up and everything. Okay, that part was not made clear. Um, oh, well, yeah, we should probably have talked about that before we got so close. Oh, where are we right now? Outside the city. Well, uh, did you actually go back to the city or are you still outside the cabin? Uh, we we've away. been driving to... Okay. Yeah, okay. talking. <clears throat> okay, in that case, you're outside the city. <clears throat> so, uh, do you have a look at these guys? Or is that what turn, the bee thing was about? Turn it to a bee. It's, it's a little more obvious than you might think. Not a little bee look like that. Already a bee. <laughs> bee oh, okay. So you can sit inside my pouch. Yeah. Oh, I'll go inside the pouch. Okay. So it's a little less conspicuous. <sighs> and Soul's just massaging the bridge of their nose in exasperation. Not exactly the most ideal thing to deal with today. <laughs> but it's fine. Okay provide a satisfactory explanation to everyone earlier on my goals and everything? Uh, as best as you can, I think. Okay. I mean, if, okay. I think you did. I don't know. Well, We're going to the steam miles. Sounds like I probably did not, but okay. I'm just worried. About what? Well, is it safe to let your grandfather just be there? I think as long as no one knows about it. It's unfortunate okay. he could Tightly, and uh, maybe because he's so close, I could consult him when I'm building this relationship. But am I talking about that? Will be so unnecessary. Nice I'm going back home. In any case, I'll when we get into the city, I'll make sure that he's taken care of. And yeah, when we're in the city, if it's not like an obscene time of night or something, then I will go to the farmers market and and see how much it would cost for them to just send a little bit of produce to that cottage like every week for a year. Oh, it, it seemed like he had a, a fairly like he had a wide selection of food. Oh yeah. He, yeah, like Okay. There there were mechanical devices in there to take care of him. It mentioned that in the letter as well that he had both yes. guardians and servants. Uh I see. Yeah, well, I don't know. I thought it would just be something to add to it. I didn't figure he was like starving, but then if he's getting old enough that he doesn't isn't able to take care of stuff, then I guess not. I don't even know what time we get back. So, all right, let's see. Yes, yeah, so you would get back like late at night. Also, I don't know why I never thought of the term gnome lands, and I'm so glad for it. Which one was that? Gnome, gnome land. land. My gnome land. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I'm gonna tell. I mean, you, like that, you don't have to leave. <laughs> Is the machine still out front when we go back? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm tempted to make, like, a wheel brace, like the boot, put it on the wheels. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are back in Hartenshin at the tap room, I guess. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right. We all pile in because we're a bunch of hoodlums coming to this tap room whenever the hell we feel like it. Yep. And literally drink free booze constantly. Mm-hmm. For days. Uh, we literally had a party for like three days. Yep. Sol looks very nervous approaching Steva. And they're doing it very slowly. And they kind of like look back at everyone. And they're like, why are you all just standing here? I'm in a bag right now. Yeah, you're in a bag. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you're naughty. <laughs> you're grounded. Apparently. Uh, and Sol... Sol sits at their now usual spot next to Siva. Hey. 
Siva does not seem to pick up anything being wrong and just sort of smiles back and says, hey. Um, Lavette needs to go home and so she asked if we could go to the steam aisles and that means I'll be gone for a while. Her smile drops away. Hmm. It's a, it's a long journey and the roads can be kind of dangerous. Yeah. <clears throat> Be careful. I will. I promise. And, like, Sol reaches out to, like, hold her hand. She grips her hand tightly. Possibly more tightly than she ever has before. And she still has that inner warmth. Is there any easy way to keep in contact with you so that we can talk from time to time? Is sending the only way? That's about it. Uh, Beardy. Hmm? Does she even know Elvin? Probably not. I do. Uh, I kind of cough in Elven. Give her a token. Oh. Like, give her something of yours that, you know what I mean? Like, give her an earring. Uh, give her uh, something to, I don't know, a gesture. You know what I mean. Okay. Not a sack of gold. The longest apparently. fucking, like, cough ever. <laughs> <laughs> a long, elvish cough. <laughs> Soul just looks back with the most, like, what the fuck, <laughs> like, face at you. <laughs> and then turns back to Siva, uh, and they take off their middle earring. So now they only have one earring on their ear, which is the very smallest and farthest. They take off their middle earring. Because the large one went got attached to the blindfold. Oh. And then I take Siva's hand and I, I turn it over so that her palm's up. And I put the earring in her hand and I kind of close her fingers around it. And Sol doesn't exactly know what to say, so they just look at Siva very sadly. So Siva asks if you have to leave, like, tonight. Like, do you have to leave immediately? Sol looks back at the party and is just like, just one night? We, we leave at dawn. Oh, well, yeah, we don't need to... I mean, oh, I don't know. So looked at Marcus and, like, got the okay from him. So, like, they make an okay symbol. Uh, Marcus said it was okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I got to ask a B. But I think the B doesn't want to stay in town. Marcus turns around and glares hardly. Isn't that right? Leave at dawn. Soul is Just surprised by Marcus being aggressive. Marcus death glares. We leave at dawn. All right. Thank you. So the party spends one last night in Hardenship. I give a wink to Sol. Before you go over to the elegant olive, Sol gives you a big hug. Aww. I want to find a different place to stay. Okay. Just like needs her space. Has a lot to process. Fair enough. You drop five gold and stay at a different place. All right. So we will pass the night of November 3rd to the morning of November 4th. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m., Boom. All right. The party gathers at the agreed-upon location, and you prepare to head out for a long journey. Oh, God. Rough, if we, if you were to just continually just like eat rest only at nighttime, how long would it roughly take? Sure. Let me do some calculations real quick. Because, I mean, that's our base thing where we will rest each night, so we know it will take at least this long to get to the fork in the road. If only we had robot horses. Well, would you want to trust a robot horse to get you there when your hands are not on the reins? I wonder if we'll make a, a team both with Karis to make a necromancy robot army. I wonder if that would work. Why, why, why would, would you, you need, do that? Why would you need it to be an undead <laughs> robot? 
Well, so because I don't know how to power them, how to power them in mass, but her thing power it works in mass. But people are generally not cool with the whole undead thing. But if yeah, you, after I've had it on my eye, well, if you if I had a factory where you attach robot parts to the undeads in such a way that even till to relatively close inspection, they still look innocuous. Is this the start of that's like super villain? Like, I have been prepared since the beginning of this <laughs> campaign for Levette to turn into some kind of supervillain. Uh, or, like, mob boss or something like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you do that. You know, like, your Baldur's Gate binary good or ending, evil ending? Good ending Levette is, like, I guess, like, her, how her grandpa was, but less crazy. And evil ending Levette is, like, Lex Luthor. <laughs> and I'm totally happy with either of those. I expect something in between. Lex Luthor for the forces of good. So Iron Man. Oh yeah, good ending Levette is Iron Man, actually. Yeah. Especially with some of the higher level stuff. Okay, so plotting out on a continental map, you think that if you traveled without really stopping for anything, aside from just like sleeping at night, yeah, you could make it to the Mary Valley in just over two months. Oh. And the Steam Isles? Uh, if you went into the Steam Isles straight away instead of Mary Valley, you could get to the port that you would need to travel from 58 days from now. Okay. So slightly less time. So it would take you 58 days to get to the port that you need to sail from to get to the Isle of Steam. So either way, the crossroads are 48 days away. And again, that's without stopping at all. At all or as in uh, nighttime? Nighttime, like without any additional stoppages. Gotcha. Along that route, there is one city. Oof, so you gotta stock up to get there. Yeah, it's a very long and very wild road. If only our druid wasn't fucking gross. <laughs> what? We, because druids can feed a party for, for days on end, for forever. Yeah. She but can. I can. Rotting shit. No, I I can uh I can make uh stuff that people can eat. I don't okay. want to. And eat I can your create stuff. water. I imagine that. Honey? Yeah, I imagine that it is just honey. That it's like, oh wow, you make honey and that's great. But then after like a month <laughs> of eating nothing but honey, it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it keeps that's you sustained you and it works. But it's like, I just don't. Want, I want something that's salty. Something. I need that's something with sweet. texture. Oh my god, yeah. I want texture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you freeze it. And Start picking up like dried oh. leaves off the ground and chewing on them to get some kind oh, of crunch. I, I got I got something crunchy. Don't worry. Oh, mm. no, no. <laughs> I don't want I don't want your crunchy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So where are we headed? Ah. Uh. Uh, going over how long of a trip it is, I'm wondering if maybe I should bring some scrap metal for projects. Oh. It was quite costly for me to get here, so it might be quite costly to get back. I mean, we don't have to completely ration food for the entire trip. I can uh, create some material that will sustain us for a bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what what do you create? I, I would like to cast a good beetle. All right. You, uh, <laughs> God. you reach down and sort of just like pull a beetle out of the grass and... Uh, <laughs> In your hand, it like plumps up to prodigious size. I mean, do I do I roll to see how many I get? Yeah, I or... believe so. I, I think it's like what a D four plus one or something. Hold on, it's probably more than that. I will take it very hesitantly. Two D four beetles. 
Go for it. You create six plump beetles in your hand. Mm, mm. Tastes like chicken. Well, some of them Soul are... looks it... horrified. <laughs> yeah. What do they taste like? They, they taste uh, similar to apples. This is really weird. Um... The, each beetle, if you eat one, nourishes you as if you ate an entire meal. Does and they do taste like apples? Okay, with, I mean, with a like, there's also a tinge like to I mean, it. Like, not a, exactly. a I imagine they I, not exactly I imagine like apples. Like apple Jolly Ranchers, <laughs> <laughs> just like apple goop. I would say that they probably. Uh, I was just saying they uh, they, they don't taste quite exactly like apples, but no similar. And, that's a uh, that's kind of weird. That's a uh, I guess that would work. How many of those do you make? I can make I can uh, do that about twice a day. So it really depends how many I find at one time before I can cast it. Upwards of sixteen, maybe a day oh. or a good day. So that would good be amount of beetles. Four of them, is it four of us? Oh, and Callie's. Now, mind you, Marcus has no problem with this because you know. Eden and all that kind of uh, forest and all that kind of so so, <laughs> so you oh want to God. buy the Russians yeah yeah I, let's I go do. get some food I do yeah let's do that please alright we'll go <laughs> grocery shopping okay you can buy dried rations uh, it basically comes down to about a gold a day for good quality dried rations that have like all the kind of food you could want uh, as far as like all the different kinds of food, that's like dried meats, jerkies, hard tacks, you know, flour. Basically, how many can I buy? <laughs> I mean, it's a gold a day. So, how, however many days you want to supply yourself. I don't know, a hundred. Okay. <laughs> so, you, you, all right. So I don't want to eat the beetles. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go into the party inventory and I'm going to add a creative rations to it. I made a delicious oh. meal. Can I buy a new goddamn carriage that has a chest included in it? Why don't you just buy a chest? No, I want a nicer carriage. Gotcha. You can buy a nicer carriage, yeah. Thank you. How <laughs> nice can I make it? Can I make it ostentatious? Oh my god. <laughs> I just want it. If we get a carriage, carriage, it needs to have a good shock absorbers. Well, if we want a better carriage, I can upgrade it. It's just I wooden. <laughs> <laughs> For now it is, but I could make some actions. I've been good cooking things. Yeah, but that means you'd have to like work at it at night when you need to be sleeping. Well, I could uh, assemble the pieces during the day and then. Soul's just holding a pouch of money. <laughs> I mean, I could upgrade the new one too. I yeah, make that sounds good. Meat. Okay. <laughs> So Sol goes to someone and asks for specs where it's a little bit bigger so that like the interior is a little comfier. There's probably more cushion on the seating and stuff. Okay. And there's for some reason a chest built into it. Sure. So you could buy a deluxe carriage for uh-huh. 500 gold. I'll do it. All right. Deduct 500 gold from your character sheet and I will add deluxe carriage. Are you trading okay. in your current carriage? Yeah. Okay, then go ahead and reduce that to 400 gold instead of 500. Okay, Uh, Lavette, would you mind buying a few bottles? A few what? Bottles. Uh, sure. Um, I'll, I'll give you, like, how, how much are bottles? Like, a silver or something? Or, like, gold? Oh, like an empty bottle? Yeah. They're a couple copper. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give... Yeah, they're not that expensive. Lavette of gold, just... Oh, wait, you want me to purchase it with your... Okay, I'll go do that. Thank you. So... That'd probably be what? what how, how many bottles do I have? Like eight? All right. 
Is anyone else doing anything? Getting song sheets for souls for the trip. Getting some new songs for the road trip. Getting new songs? It's mm-hmm. like it's like you're treating your bard like an MP3 player. You have to load it. <laughs> you're not wrong. So make make sure to load up the MP3 player with new music before the road trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing but musicals. I'm so glad we have this relationship. Shuffle. Well, I mean, I mean, Marcus isn't your best friend. No, my best friend tried to kill someone recently. <laughs> well, I see how it is. So, I imagine. In my head, it's already playing, and I already see it. And it's this travel montage of you guys in this carriage. And, of course, it's set to Holiday Road. Yes, yes. Like, there's there's no What's question. Holiday Road? Oh, boy. Never heard of it. No. All right. So, you have, at Damn. bare minimum, <laughs> a 48-day journey ahead of you until you have to make a decision as to where your actual destination lies. So, it's a long way... So that's fun. Oh, man, that is a long-ass way, isn't it? You've got very little on the way there. There's pretty much just, there's like, like I said, one city way down there. Alrighty. Well, I think that is going to probably be all I have for tonight. Because I've got to have to build quite a bit of shit. So have a good evening, everybody. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or, if you want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic, go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time.